And we're we coming, coming down, down in, in three, three, two, two one. one. Welcome to Getting Sports We're Drunk. We got... Nope. Nope. Queso's quick over here. And the Red Baron. I like your rendition of it. Thanks, man. Um, You know, we're here today. We're just hanging out. That's it. <laughs> Paul will be coming. He, he's finishing up work. He'll be here very shortly. Master to Skype me whenever. I'll give him a ring. I don't really like him. Hey, he's a good guy. Yeah, if you like, he showed up to the show. Listen. Yeah, ever since he became a big shot. True. Ever since he became a big shot, he's been like you. A douche. We got no football to watch tonight. We get some basketball going. Any games on tonight? That'll be on ESPN. Oh, uh, no. Oh, cool. <laughs> Thanks, ESPN. I didn't think we were starting until 8.30. Oh, oh hey, oh. bud. Thanks for you to show up, you cockbag. I, I thought we weren't starting until 8.30. Well, yeah. we, we, we switched it up. You know, we got started. Yeah. All right. Well, all right. I've been sitting here just waiting. Well, well, now you can participate. Yeah, you, all should, right. you should be here. So uh, we, we just started. Uh, we're going to go around the, around the horn with uh, what we're drinking tonight. So <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> I, I'm drinking uh, two juicy from Two Roads. It's a New England IPA. Pretty, pretty, pretty dope. It's a favorite of yours. Yeah, it's a favorite of everybody's. Yeah, it's a good, good beer. Eight point two percent. I'm pretty sure it uh, is. You remember from last week? I do. I do. Uh, well, actually, I, every I, other week before that, where you say that, I did know that, but I just I didn't get the answer fast enough. Matt, you could have been here to fix my phone, but you you suck. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. It's it's dangerous to drive in a shitty ass car that I have right now. Well, you should just sell it. Well, I'm working on getting a new one. Well, then I don't want to hear any more excuses. From the Riddler Collection, Boulevard Brewing of Kansas City, Missouri proudly presents Nutcracker. It's a winter, uh, excuse me, warmer ale. It's a winter wonderland. It is not. Uh, I've never really had a lot of holiday ales. I've had a couple that I didn't really super care for. So we're going to kind of see. This is going to be an experiment. I have four of these to drink, so we'll see. And they're also interesting note. Um. Seven point eight percent. You know, if I said that about these beers, I don't think I would make it. I think you could do it. I don't want to do it. Oh, fine. Mass, what are you drinking? I'm drinking a nice cold Poland Springs. I see. Mass, any booze over the holiday? Um, he's a vagina. I I got I had quite a bit on Christmas. I don't even remember what I drank. I saw you. You posted a picture drinking a. Yingling, or what'd you have there? I, I think that's what that was. I don't remember at that point, to be honest. Uh, yeah, yeah that was Yingling, uh, Yingling Light, I think. You had, uh, you had an apron on. I really liked it. If you haven't checked it out uh, every year uh, on uh, Getting Sports and Drunk on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, we post a Christmas card. Uh, J-Mar didn't submit a picture this year, but that's okay. Uh, but we're, we're, we're We love Jeremy. Right? We love J-Mar anyways. <laughs> we love Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy is a good guy. 
Uh, but yeah, go check that out. It's a, it's always pretty pretty funny. Souls is wearing a a helmet of some, but not a sports helmet. It's a Power Ranger helmet. A Power Ranger yeah. helmet. The White Ranger, right? It's right. His favorite. It's wrong. Yes, it is. The character is just my favorite. Uh, well, but... what? That's not fair. You can't be like, oh, it's my favorite character. But no, actually, it's not. The I Green Ranger is like... better than the White Ranger. Oh, my God. Do I have to get into this? No, you don't. Yes. Yes, please. <laughs> well, what happened was that uh, Tommy originally had the Green Ranger powers. And then Lord Zed kicked Rito away. So the Green Ranger powers were evil powers. So they started to, you know, fade it away. And then Jordan was like, he's a pretty good ranger. DiGiorno? Is that his name? I said Zordon. Oh. And he was like. He's a pretty good ranger. And uh, he was like, let's give him some good powers. He became the leader of the Power Ranger by the White Light, white, uh, white light Ranger. All right, so if you guys keep me score at home, uh, the Green Ranger is now the White Ranger's Green Ranger's brother's <laughs> father. <laughs> um, anybody have a toast of excellence as we uh, close out this uh, 2019? Yeah, I'll give a toast to excellence. I'm going to give a toast to excellence to uh, – <clears throat> I'm going to give actually a couple of them, all related to the exact same thing. Uh, toast of excellence to the Giants for fire, firing Pat Shermer. Toast of excellence to uh, the Redskins for firing Bruce Allen finally. Uh, toast of excellence to the Cowboys for not renewing Garrett's thing. Uh, fire, toast of excellence yeah. to the Browns for getting rid of uh, <clears throat> Freddie Kitchens. Hey, what are you going to uh, tell me I was right about the Browns, Mass? I mean, is that what you're going to choose to jerk off to tonight? Uh, yeah, because I was right. right. Not overrated quarterback of theirs. <laughs> All right, so the right. mass rattled off a lot of NFL <laughs> stuff that happened, and good good toast of excellence, no doubt. A lot of stuff has happened. We can dig into that uh, briefly. I had a quick one. Um, I, I saw this the other day. I thought that was interesting. Uh, now, Eli Manning is not necessarily done yet. It, it, it is a lot of points leading to him probably retiring. He's going to die. So, so a, a toast of excellence to him for a good career as a Giant. But I thought this was interesting. After every single game he played, win or lose, whatever the, the situation, on the the bus ride to the airport, oh, the airport yeah. he had a he had a, a beer every single post game. After every he has, game, whether, he has a beer guy in every single uh, NFL city. Which is amazing. And sometimes he, he would share it with uh, like other teammates. Sometimes he just had it himself. I just thought, you know, that that's a very, like, football, they, they kind of equated it to, like, Joe Namath kind of did the same thing, you know, in, in the 70s, uh, late 60s, 70s. So I just thought it was pretty cool. It's, uh, like, a man's he means man. means this address, Massey. Uh, all right, it's 195 Brown, Brown Street. Street. Like, he's going to know that. I know it. Yeah, you know it. He's not here to hear it. Uh, Souls, you got a toast of excellence? I do. And it's to Marshawn Lynch. Hmm. Getting a touchdown yesterday. A pretty good day for him, for what it's worth. He, he didn't win, but he got a touchdown. What, he had like seven carries for... They should have just fed him in the end zone. Well, you know, they blew it at the end there. Yeah, they should have gave it bad, to him. Bad clock management. They took the delay a game, put him back to the six. They would have scored a touchdown. I, I know it. The momentum was on their side. Seattle, you blew it. But uh, that was our toast to excellence. Um, Smoke Joe's a good guy. He is. He's a great guy. But uh, no, He's know. actually a good guy now. Yeah. Well, drink him it's, if you got him. It's the overweight guy versus Seth Rollins. 
<laughs> Go overweight, guys. Okay. Interesting flavor here in the nutcracker. A little bit different. Are we doing the uh, 30 seconds of hell? Yeah, you want to do it? Yes. It's the last one. Well, I mean, we can do it for the playoffs. What's yeah. the 30 seconds of hell? <clears throat> uh, where, where, where he recaps all the games. Oh, all right. Go for it. Let me just get the music up quick. <clears throat> I don't know if you'll be able to, you might not be able to hear it, Matt. I'm not sure. That's all right. I'll let you know. Hopefully we don't get an ad. I'm going to have to talk over it. Yep, I knew I it. I got blah, blah, my HelloFresh box this week, and it's we not, already made it's not, this recipe. It's not. I'll start it over for you. Yeah, can we um get it louder over here? Well, I can't have it too loud. Otherwise, it's loud strong enough I can hear it. All right, I turn it up a little bit. Not everybody has good hearing. All right, here we go. Week 17. The New York Jets versus the Buffalo Bills. Josh Allen played two, two drives. Barkley finished it off. You know what that means. Jets win 13-6. <laughs> Saints Panthers. Saints win to try to get the first round by. They won, but didn't get the first round by. Smoked the Panthers 42 to 10. They went back to Kyle. Bengals Browns. Bengals pick up their second victory after Andy Dalton tortures the Browns. Baker Mayfield's overrated ass sucks again. Will he fix it? I don't know. Packers Lions. David Blau jumped off to a I think it was a 17-3 lead. Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers fight back to take over and win the first round bye. Packers win 23-20. Chiefs Chargers. The Kansas City Chiefs outlast the Chargers who outplayed the Chiefs. But Phillip Rivers does it again. Throws a few more picks. Chiefs win 31-21. Bears Viking. Sean Mannion played quarterback for the Vikings. Bears win 21-19. Dolphins Patriots. Upset City. Fitzmagic takes down Tom Brady to force them to a three seed to take on the Tennessee Titans. In the wild card round. Thank you. I had to take a sip of beer. Dolphins win 27-24. Falcons Buccaneers. Jameis Winston does it again. Pick six to end the game in overtime. First quarterback to have 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions, and to throw a pick six in the in the overtime. Falcons win 28-22. Steelers Ravens. Ravens beat the shit out of the Steelers. Steelers need their quarterback back. Missed the playoffs. It was 28-10. Stopped watching football after the Steelers game, so I didn't know the scores. Cowboys beat the Redskins 47-16. But they missed the playoffs because they suck. Titans-Texans. The Tennessee Titans beat the Houston Texans. Benched everybody. 35-14. They faced the Patriots. Can they get it done? I don't know. Colts, Jaguars. Jaguars put a pounding on the Colts. 38-20. Don't know what happened because I stopped watching football after the Steelers game. I got mad. If you guys understand, hit me up. Eagles, 
Giants. Giants suck. Eagles barely make it in. 34-17. Raiders, Broncos. Raiders had a lot of mishaps in the beginning of that game. Couldn't fight back. Drew Locke takes down the Oakland Raiders. 16-15. Cardinals, Rams. Rams beat the Cardinals. 31-24. Who cares? For the one seed. The Niners beat the Seahawks 26-21 and Marshawn Lynch's homecoming tour. He scored a touchdown, but he couldn't get the job done. Niners win 26-21. That is your Week 17 recap. Souls, excellent job. I'm just going to let it play out. Three seconds. You know what they say, when in Rome, right? It's an interesting thing. <clears throat> I barely heard a single word that Kyle said, and I couldn't hear the music, so I wonder if the music was drowning him out and taking precedence, but I couldn't hear it. Maybe. All the above. All right. It was a little louder than normal. But, yep, the uh, NFL season uh, is wrapped up for uh, many teams who will be watching the playoffs from home. Uh, an exciting last week. Uh, Kyle, Not really. It was kind of a disappointing week. Well, Kyle, it was disappointing, but here's the thing. It was disappointing last week when we lost to the Jets because that really screwed up the Steelers' Well, Jets. what Not really hurt week. us was, you know, not having a quarterback for a while. Yeah, it was a tough season, but we, we made pretty good do with what we had for yeah. a while. Yeah. It just, they, they couldn't close late. So, what I take away from this last few games is that Mason Rudolph is definitely better than Duck Hodges. Um, Doug Hodges got had like a little area where he shined. Well, you know, but the big spot he couldn't get it done. It's funny because like if you could combine the two, you might have a decent quarterback. Yeah, but the, the two were just too inexperienced. And what they what each quarterback was good at well, the whole offense was inexperienced. Right. I mean that too. I mean there's there's really no running game to speak of. Uh, the Connor gets hurt. The receivers did step up late. I mean I think Deontay Johnson was a made some major steps forward. Uh, James Washington made some major steps forward, and Juju spent most of the season to hurt. Um, just things didn't pan out for, for Pittsburgh like they thought, and this was already a season where they were going to be under a microscope. And I can't say that it was a disaster of a season because you can't control injuries. No, they overcame a lot. Right, and, I, and there, was a, there was a period of time when they were, they were sat at 7-5 when they – they had no business being seven and five, and they just when it came down, the, the opponents were too good, and they they just they couldn't handle the big moments. Losing to the Jets was the real straw that broke the camel's back, because then that allowed Tennessee. They lost all the momentum. Then that allowed Tennessee to kind of step in, and then Tennessee had the driver's seat the rest of the way. So I, I don't I don't the the last week of the season here didn't really spoil it for me because I kind of already knew it was kind of over. But I, I can't be upset with it. I'm I'm excited that a lot of players did step up, which I mean that we were sitting at what one and four at one point. Yeah. And it's like, well, at that point we we could have gone on and lost every other game and, and had a very Bengals like year, but <laughs> we didn't. So there's a lot to be The uh, trade definitely uh, helped for Minka Fitzpatrick. It solidified the back end of and, the secondary. And the defense has looked its best it's been in since I can remember in a while. They got gassed. You could tell in their faces, like, going into that game that they were just 
they're they're all just mentally tired and physically tired. Yeah. But you know, but I think TJ Watt deserved defensive player of the year. He played very well. <laughs> uh, I mean, better than the Aaron Donald this year. <laughs> All right, he's not there no more. I, I'm here. I just, I'm not taking the bait. The guy doesn't have to win it every year. <laughs> well, a different year. Even in a down year, he's still in contention for it. I didn't say that he was bad. I said he doesn't have to win it every year. But he could. Share the love. <laughs> TJ Watt deserves it. TJ Watt has played a very well, or played very well this year. I think he had like 15 sacks, like nine forced fumbles. He forced another one yesterday. Yeah. Well, Matt, so talk Rams just for a second. A disappointing year, uh, slight Super Bowl hangover, but I don't, I don't place all the blame on like coaching or Jared Goff. I mean, I just think every dog has his day. I think that you know San Fran happened to play very well. Seattle happened to play above expectations, and unfortunately, the Rams kind of just got caught in the the waves going back out, back out to the ocean. And I, it just, it's just one of those things. I think it, it just happens. I mean, I didn't think they had a particularly bad year. They There's games they should have won for sure, but... Well, my thing is I don't think they used Gurley enough. Yeah, I think there's a lot of discrepancy. Like, oh, you know, he's on a pitch count. It's this, it's he that. He shouldn't be. He looks fine. But I don't know. I'm, I'm not sitting in those board meetings making those decisions. He can't cut and he doesn't have the same speed he used to. And we all know... You, you still got to use him. You can't throw the right. ball 74 times a game and expect to win. And he showed flashes of the girly of old. But we yeah. do have to remember that he's playing in what? His, his, this is his sixth year? Uh, next year will be his sixth year. So, I mean, not that he's old, but he's definitely turned the corner a little bit to an older running back. He's more of an, an average age running back now. And, you know, the shelf life is... Well, what? let's think about it this way. Last time Gurley had a, a knee problem, what did he do the year after? Fucking exploded. Blew. Yeah. I expect the same again next year. Well, I think fantasy owners would definitely hope that too. He's, yeah, me too. He's too talented. To... I worry about the line in front of him. I really do. Well, you guys have money? No, we don't. No, they, they... I, I asked. I was, in the oh. state. I was like, do you have money? We had $20 million in cap space this offseason. Yeah, just spend it on, like, three offensive linemen. So we're losing Dante Fowler, who's been our most effective pass rusher, besides Aaron Donald. Uh, we're losing Corey Littleton, who's our starting middle linebacker. Uh, I believe we have to give Cup a new deal. Um, our center's deal is coming up. How about uh, you just stop trading your first-round picks? Hey, listen, I didn't say it was a good idea. Traded all of them. At least we traded one for like a pick that like was in the high teens. Well, the Rams are still in a win mode mood and they, they had the team to do it. Eric Weddle probably gonna get cut. You know, it's No, a, he's gonna retire. It's an older defense that, you know So here we go. Here, let me give you so we have Dante Fowler, Andrew Whitworth, our starting left tackle, Michael Brockers, our starting defensive tackle. Who we have somebody in the wings for? Corey Littleton, our starting linebacker. Greg Zerline. Um, Got to sign Big Greg Light. Big Greg uh, Austin Blythe, who is our center. Johnny Munt, who is one of our tight ends in our two tight end set. There's a lot of people coming up. We have up. two tight ends that are better than him. I mean, I tell you what. Higby performed pretty well. Yeah, he the fucking stretch. killed it. 
I, I got to tell you, I hated his deal. Hated it. Now Pretty got, happy with it now. I mean, Everett was kind of a bum, you know. Josh Reynolds is I. I think he's more of a receiver, but. Well, he is. That's why he plays receiver. Well, they could use him as a tight end. But getting kind of back to the Rams not being as bad as people think, I mean, a lot of like the players stepped up. I mean, Cooper Cup had a thousand yard season. Yeah, I mean, he had. Um, He's comeback player of the year, and if anybody else is, they deserve to die. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's a, a big deal for him after suffering the injury. Uh, Robert Woods was kind of silent for a portion of the year, but towards the end, he really poured it on. You know, yep. uh, I think Brandon Cooks was kind of a disappointment, but he was injured as well. He got injured a lot. But uh, his injury lingered for like right, two the weeks. concussion, and I think that was kind of a detriment uh, to the Rams. But I think all in all, the, the offense played pretty well. Goff had a couple of bad outings, but all in all, I, I, the Rams to me did not have a bad season. I, I just think there's teams that were just better. I mean, you look at the NFC as a whole; three teams are sitting at what thirteen and three. I mean, it's it's no joke, and like you're 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 playing these teams, you know, in your division twice, and, and yeah. both of them are, are sitting as a double digit win teams. No, she has a question. Who was your biggest surprise this year? Across all NFL? Or? Yeah. Um, Doesn't have to be a playoff team. You know, I, not a surprise per se, but I guess... In surprise in what way? In a positive way? Well, yeah, like what Like what team like really like, wow, this team isn't as bad or this team really achieves? I mean, I don't know if I'm surprised by the Ravens. I, I, I didn't expect them to be this good. I don't know. For for me, and I said this early on, uh, once I kind of saw the, the season, the way it was going for for Pittsburgh, especially that only one team is from the North was going to be represented. Uh, I guess it was, I'm, I'm not surprised by the Browns. I knew the Browns were going to end up this way. There's just there's too many. All right, so I'll, I'll rephrase the question. Who's your biggest surprise and biggest disappointment? So I guess my my biggest surprise, honestly, would be uh, we'll call it Buffalo. Uh, I I think that. I knew they were, you know, a good defense. I knew they had a lot of upside, but I didn't imagine them to be a ten-win team. Yeah, I, I kind of pictured them to kind of be um, in the the eight and eight. Maybe we get lucky, but I didn't. I don't think they got lucky. I think they played well and deserved to be where they are. I would agree with that. Uh, disappointments. Um, I would say my biggest surprise would probably be the Titans, and. Purely because what they had to do to actually be good, because Mariota wasn't taking them there, but switching over to Tannehill was probably the biggest shock. Yeah, and was just what yeah. he was able to I do. I would write about him. I'm just saying. You Kyle, right go home him. and just masturbate over your opinions you were right about. Leave, it, leave the rest of us out of it. Um, the biggest disappointment... Probably either the Falcons or the Chargers. So I I agree with that. I mean the the Chargers are kind of who they thought they were. <laughs> to, to quote uh, the the great uh, Here's the thing. Green, the Chargers will be good once they finally agree to move on from Philip Rivers. But you know the thing of the the, the Chargers this year were just snake bit. They were in all those games yeah. and they they lost by like what, eight points average every time, whatever it was. It was just one of those things, but the Chargers—they're always sort of like that. They either—they're—they either tear it up or they—they're like this, and they lose games that they shouldn't, or they, at the very last second. Um, 
I think in, in for a group consensus, not what we mean personally, but I think as a whole, people are like the, the Browns being the biggest upset because of the hype factor. Because there's so much. I mean, for you and myself, Kyle, who you know root for a team in the same division, and we wish nothing but the worst for the Browns. Um, I think there's a lot of people in, in camps who thought the Browns were going to exceed expectations because of their roster, but the ton of because of all the hype, the, the resulting them going six and ten, I think is the big disappointment. I just want to say one quick thing, and you guys can dispute dispute this with me if you like. I don't think Freddie Kitchens it was the sole problem of that team. No, I don't think so either. After watching them this year, multiple games, Baker Mayfield is the problem. Uh, I will debate that with you. I think Kitchens is absolutely a huge part of that issue. Okay, um, so quick thing. Did Freddie Kitchens make Baker Mayfield decisions? No, but he calls a lot of the plays. His decision-making is piss poor. The guy throws them into double and triple coverage all the time. Show me a rookie who doesn't do that. Is that a rookie? All right, show me a cup or a quarterback less than three years into the league who doesn't do that. Lamar Jackson. Bullshit. Lamar threw it into double coverage. He just has a better arm. No, he doesn't. He actually has a worse arm. And if he doesn't see it, he all just right, runs. Better touch then. Baker Mayfield. Is that is going to be the downfall of that team until they figure it out? So he I, has. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right. He had two of the most talented receivers in the NFL, and I think Odell Beckham had like three touchdowns this year. He also dropped a lot of wide open passes. Well, I think in in summary, it, it's a little of both. I mean, Kitchens did him no favors, and uh, Mayfield definitely took a step back. He. 22 touchdowns, 21 picks this year. I, I, roughly, I think that was just kind of the stat line. So he definitely had a sophomore slump. Um, but what we knew was going to be is that there is definitely a a, a chemistry, you know, uh, assimilation thing that hasn't happened yet. It's a, it's a lot of personalities, a lot of, you know, big names that it's not going to mesh in, in one season. And I don't even know if it's going to mesh in two seasons. They have a, a season together now. Under the belt. Now this is the point moving forward. Hey, let's see where we lacked. Let's see what we exceeded at. And let's iron out these details. If after this coming season, this 2020 season, if they're sitting at 6-10 and 10 again, then we'll know that this recipe will not work. Whether it's Baker, whether it's having these, these two um, you know, big game receivers, whether it's the running And it's game. not even all about Baker's play. He's just an asshole. Like... You're talking shit to the Bengal fans. Right. He, he's proving not to be not a likable guy. And, like, he's like, come down here and fight me. And it's like, dude, you're come a pro man. quarterback. Yeah, don't, don't even acknowledge. This was your problem when you were in fucking Oklahoma. Yeah, you don't need to, as a pro, pro anything, you don't have to, you know. Your job is to go play football, not to mouth off with the fans, you know. And, and then you got embarrassed by the Bengals. I saw this line. I thought it was very funny. And Matt, you may have seen this too. And it said something like, uh, isn't this the most Browns thing that could possibly happen? Go out and end your disappointing season getting blown out by the Bengals. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Another. Oh, boy. Here we go. Kyle no, no, no. something. No. Andy Dalton will make a team better next year. 
if that's being like Carolina or um, Indianapolis, I think he could bring one of those two teams to the playoff game. You know, it was funny after Dalton got benched. He never should have got benched. Well, I, but I guess what I'm saying, regardless of should or or was, he came back and played kind of well. He he still made some mistakes, but he was rolling the he was spreading the ball around. And they were scoring. So I don't know if it was like a wake up call or if, or if he just was putting out a, a clinic think about for, it. Think about Andy Dalton with Carolina, right? So he has Christian McCaffrey, probably one of the best. If not the best, or is the second best running back in the NFL? I see what you're saying, Kyle. And I, I agree to an extent. It just I feel that that offense you, you could plug in almost any capable quarterback and they'll succeed. Well, they and, tried. Kyle Allen's not that guy. Well, that's what I, mean, <laughs> I, I think. To a lot of people's opinions, I think uh, Andy Dalton is much better than Kyle Allen. You know. Ah, uh, yeah. Like, do you know what I'm saying, Matt? Like, do you agree? Yeah, I would agree with you. Because. Carolina, if they had a quarterback, could have easily been better than those seven and nine Falcons. Um, yeah, I mean, so the, the I, um, go ahead, Bass. I don't know that their quarterback was obviously he contributed to a lot of the reason, but I don't think he was the only reason that yeah. they ended up with that record. I mean, the their defense wasn't stellar. No, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't but stellar. They, they can fix they that. They have in the no receiving core. <laughs> They kind of do, but they're all the same receiver. Right. Well, you know, and I, I sort of agree with what Matt's is saying. The, the defense is, is – it's not the defense of 2015, 2016. No. But I don't know really what their needs are. Uh, they kind of need defense. everything, but not enough to make it a priority. You know what I mean? Like, they have pretty good defensive ends. Right. But, so they don't need to make it a priority, but they could upgrade that. Yeah. They, they need another corner. And any, or safety. But their corners are pretty good. They shouldn't have ever got rid of Trey Boston. No. You know, but I don't think they could have afforded I don't know why teams don't like him. Don't know, maybe he's always a, good. Maybe it's a locker room thing. But, you know, I think it's just one of those things that, unfortunately, as long as the, the Saints are playing as the Saints do, and Drew Brees is active, playing successful, and when, when the Falcons, you know, seem to be good, uh, they're just kind of like the third team. And, that, and, that, and that's just, it's just how it is. Uh, <laughs> Well, it's an odd year, so Carolina will be back in the playoffs next year. Well, they blew that. They blew that. This was the year, right? Was this this? Yeah. Was this the so. year? So they, they threw that in the toilet. But it was, oh, all right. it was kind of an injured year. So I didn't get to say my surprise. All right. Please go ahead. And, I, and I'm saying the Miami Dolphins. I almost said the Dolphins. Because, yes, they won five games, but they played a hell of a lot better than everyone expected them to. And especially down the stretch. Yeah. They were in games. They were in a lot of games. And Ryan Fitzpatrick made Devontae Parker relevant. Oh, hold on. Can I change my toast of excellence? You can just have another one. You, you said like 10. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, my toast of excellence is to Ryan Fitzpatrick. He has beaten the Patriots as a member of every single AFC team. Wait, what? Like, He's beaten them as a member of the Dolphins, as a member of the Jets, and as a member of the Bills. Oh, of the AFC East. I see what you're saying. That's so, toast awesome. of excellence to Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh, God, I want his jersey so bad. <laughs> like, Which one? All of them. <laughs> I want to make a custom, like, every single team he's played for a jersey. So, the, so we're, we're talking down the line. And Max could probably agree with me on this. The Dolphins have, what, three or four first-round picks? Yeah. Okay. This is a pretty good year to have that, too. So, you think about it. They bring Brian Fitzpatrick back on a one-year contract. Correct? Mm-hmm. 
right? Yeah, safe, safe, safe contract. Josh Rosen's pretty much going to get the Arizona Cardinal treatment, I guess. Yep. Bye, Josh, your boy. You're a backup. What they should do with the fifth pick is draft Tua. Mm. What do you have to lose? Mm. You have three other picks in that first round. So we know that Tua is most likely not going to play this year. Yeah. It's very unlikely. I don't know what the, the, the chances are. And if he are. does, like, you don't need him to start right away. But Ryan mm. Fitzpatrick fits that team. He's just a gunslinger, and that's what they need. They have two guys on the outside that can bring down basically anything, and they proved it this year. Well, Fitzpatrick is the best quarterback in the league. <laughs> and you, we've seen it year in and year out. He's, He's going to the Patriots next year and winning a Super Bowl. I'd pay anything to watch that happen. I would only get behind that if you broke significant records doing it. <laughs> like, what kind of records are you thinking? Like the touch single season touchdown record yards, uh, rushing touchdowns by a quarterback, all those things. <laughs> Just the greatest season a quarterback's right. ever had. If he was with the Patriots and he went sixteen and zero with like sixty touchdowns. 29 rushing touchdowns. I, I'd be fine with it. I would just get over He'd be, it. That would be considered, I think, the greatest single season of any player, any player in any him. sport. And he deserves it. What? Also, Ryan Fitzpatrick, a Harvard graduate, is now the most hated man of Boston. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Listen, like, if the Dolphins, I think, were smart, that's the route they would go. They, want, they wanted I, I to take the two. I don't think they can get behind that. Why? They have a fir- they have two first round picks next year. Okay. But they're not going to be bad enough to get Trevor Lawrence. So, Are you sure though? Yeah. I think they're already better than the fucking Jets. Oh, that's true. The Jets do have days. <laughs> I don't know. I'd almost like to see them just load up on all talent and take a quarterback next year. But you don't know who's you don't know who I, I well the only quarterback I know is Trevor Lawrence. And let me tell you, for the last two years he's been the gem. Like everybody wants him. So you're gonna have people trying to trade up for that first round pick. In my opinion. That first overall pick. Alright, so then And I don't think they're gonna be bad enough because you're gonna have team like, I don't know. I think just with all the draft picks that they have, they just load up on talent and then go with it a rookie next year. Or maybe they took a take a rookie in the second round or in the third round, like somebody like From or something like that. See, the problem is that the, the Dolphins are in a weird spot where they're not in a position to contend now, but they're not in a position to do nothing. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you, you pick a quarterback – who most likely won't play this year, but you give them an opportunity to kind of, you know, rest up and, and kind of learn get, the game, get, learn the game, get some pro experience. And you, and you got a smart guy teaching you. Right. Or it's like, Hey, let's get a bunch of uh, pro pieces to build around an aging Fitzpatrick, which I don't, I don't know if he's the, he'll play his career out there. Who knows? Or they could pick a fucking running back. And what's well, another thing they, they have really no running game to speak of. A bunch of bums ran for them this year. Uh, the best you, guy was the white guy. Do you, I don't even know who that is. Patrick Laird. Oh, yeah, I know. Oh my god, name. I forgot about Patrick Laird. He's doing this starter like the last like four games. <laughs> yeah, it but, doesn't matter. His but, name is just so right, forgettable. Right. I, I remember seeing his name go across the bottom line a million times. 
But it's like, so what do you do? I mean, as far as receiving-wise, you know, you got a decent staff out there. I mean, you know, the namesake being, um, oh, my God, we just said his name there. Tua? Uh, no, 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 no. Um, Devontae uh, Parker. Parker uh, being the real namesake for receiver there. So it's like the Dolphins have a lot to think about, you know, come draft time, what they want to do, what the direction they want to take. Because – we're seeing this transition now. I'm not, I'm not ready to be like, oh, the dynasty is over for New England. I, I certainly hope it is, but who's to say? I mean, they could go out and, and win the Super Bowl this year. You, you never know. But there's there's a moment now where the Bills are trying to make that push. The Jets are still going nowhere fast. Uh, it was evident, you know, I think there was no – to me, there was no winners in the, the, the Bell and, and Brown, you know, saga – uh, from from Pittsburgh, it talks, Jets, it talks about the Jets trading. Well, hold on, let, let's let's let Kendall finish up his, his thought, and then we'll go to that. Well, I, I just mean we we've seen that the, the Jets are, are doing nothing quick. You know, Bell was not the answer. Uh, did he play well at times? Sure, but every player does. Uh, so I think you know that that was a mistake on his part. Uh, Attorney Brown <laughs> doing nothing fast. He had to work out with the Saints, I guess, but showed up with an entourage. Did he? Yeah, and I guess he was told not to do that and did it anyway. So uh, Yeah, that sounds a lot like A.B. So the Saints weren't happy with that. So you, you look at the AFC East in kind of a weird spot where the Dolphins are kind of like, hey, we're the fourth team and uh, maybe we'll do something. Most likely we won't. So, like, you, you pick. Did you see the picture of Antonio Brown and Michael Thomas when they changed jerseys? No, I didn't. No, why? Take a look at it and look at A.B.'s fucking eyes. That's not a, uh, that's not a look of like a fucking serial killer. So speaking of serial killers in football, uh, Netflix is doing a documentary on Aaron Hernandez, and I'm actually kind of excited for it. Pat met that guy. Pat's lucky to be alive. <laughs> he met him at an airport. <laughs> and also, take a look at Michael Thomas because oh, this is a funny picture. If you look uh, at Michael Thomas, he looks like sideshow Bob. <laughs> I know if you guys, people uh, listening and watching them, look at this type of Antonio Brown, Michael Thomas, the jersey swap figure. <laughs> Brown is making some really weird face. <laughs> Doesn't Michael Thomas look like Sideshow Bob? A little bit. Oh, I, I can see it. God. What a weirdo. Matt, did you see it yet? No, hold on. Just look at his eyes. Yeah, he's not even like looking at the right camera. It's good, though. So if you guys will definitely check that out. We should post that picture, just in general. That's a good meme. That's fucking terrifying. <laughs> Look, right then and there, you know there's something wrong with that guy. <laughs> the caption will read, When there's an opportunity to be on HBO's Hard Knocks. <laughs> so, uh, I think it's right. freighted. <laughs> let's, uh, let's talk about uh, Adam Gase and Levy and Bell. Uh, what specifically? Uh, so earlier today, I believe it was, uh, Gase made some comments about how he wasn't really sold with Le'Veon being the future running back, uh, in New Orleans or in, uh, in New York. Say, if he was in New Orleans, holy shit. Yeah, that would be a good fit. <laughs> but yeah, I think he said that before the season, like he didn't really want He to. did, but he said something else today and I'd have to go look up what it was. Le'Veon did um, go bowling and set it to the game. Le'Veon was was not a happy camper. Give him back to Pittsburgh. 
Yeah, I mean, I see that happening. Like I do for some reason. You know, it, it was evident that he did look sluggish for a majority of the year yeah. from not playing. He had also, a year off, right? But if you're not this, there is a, a misconception about taking time off to rest and 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 you know being being you, fresh. Do you hear what Melvin Gordon said? He goes, "I will yeah. not take time off again." Yeah. yeah, I mean, you look at a guy like so. Why do you think Dez tore his ACL the second he came back for the Saints last year? Wait, hold on. I don't throw Dez into this. <laughs> but and then Poor bastard. But between that and I think the Oh fuck Dez Bryant. I like Dez. Pittsburgh having a far more superior offensive line, you know, versus the Jets. I mean, that that aided Bell big time. So it's just it, it's a twofold thing. It's it's him taking the time and him being on a, a less good offense. For for sure. There's no doubt in my mind. No, is he still a talented player? Can he? Did he make some good plays in Europe? Oh yeah, he's he very talented. Like, he always is. Do I think the Jets used him wrong? Absolutely. But I mean, I, even like he's most effective as a receiver, in my opinion. Yeah, and it's funny. He he's almost built as a receiver more so than a running back, just because he's a little bit on the taller side. I think he sits at six two. Six, I'm one, not hundred percent sure. Um, but I mean, you see, you see his stature. He, he's he's a, a a bigger guy, and it's it's just. Uh, Le'Veon is 6-1. I just don't think he was a fit. The whole thing for him was, you know, you look at it, it was the money thing. Fine. You want, you he should have went to the fucking Colts. You want to play for money? Fine. I don't, I don't care. I'm, I'm no saint myself. But don't don't go to a team <laughs> that gives you less money and, and then and then not perform on top of it. It's just like you look silly. You, just, you look dumb. Is it weird to think that I think the Steelers would take him back in a heartbeat? I mean, if the opportunity – I mean, I – I would like. I take him back, back like in a heartbeat. Like who, who, who wouldn't? Like the thing was, it wasn't with the team that that was his problem. It was right. just the money. Just the money. And like the and like the players love him. Like he's they never, not once was there an issue about a bad right. teammate. They, they they said that the, the the fans were very kind to him on his his return. So <laughs> we are we are graced with uh, the Riddler who who had to work late tonight. He's getting settled, but he'll be on the mic very shortly. Hi, Paul. I missed you. Prosecco, rather. I did Ooh. your intro today. Didn't go well. You did what today? <laughs> the intro. Oh. He gave it a shot. A lot of nopes were involved. Nope. He, 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 t- he took the order of things. He, he gave it a go. It was a, it was a valiant effort from Souls. But there is one thing I'm going to say, and he's going to hate me for it. Ooh. Paul, Paul comes in. Paul? He's, he's worked all day. Hey, hey here's, something, yeah. Yeah, here's something that's really gonna piss you it, off. It's not. Hi, Paul. I didn't think he's gonna disagree with me. Hi, Rebecca. Do we have uh, cups, like regular cups? We do. We have, For uh, some reason. Hold on. I ask, I'm asking kind of a question. You've had what time did you guys start? Eight oh seven. Eight oh seven. Eight oh six. Okay, so you've had about forty plus minutes to talk. I can talk now since you since you didn't Hi, even Paul. greet me with a hello. Who the fuck is talking? Mass. Oh, we actually let him Skype it. Oh, oh well, right. just, Hi, Mass. Just, just audio. <laughs> oh, we can't. A, we can't see your face. Well, I tried using the video. I think he blocked me though. I. It's probably because he's rubbing jam on his chest. Is that true, man? <laughs> yes. Apricot. Ooh. I'm rubbing jam on my chest in the bathroom in Apricot. the tub. Apricot. So you must be an aristocrat uh, or something. No, an aristocrat. Sexy cats. Yeah. Aristocrat is what started bestiality. Gross. You know who told me that? A physically imposing that, Stephen Hawking. That's right. Um, we have cups. We do have cups. Okay. Continue, Kendall. Okay. Kyle. 
What, what I was going to say is I think Mitch Trubisky breaks out next year. Like in hives? Or yeah. Like... I, I honestly do. I think Mitch Trubisky tears the league apart next year. I hope so. I, mean, I like the guy. And, and here's I mean... my reason why. If you watch his games, he is not a bad quarterback. Well, he's playing professionally. So I hope he's not. I know what you're saying. <laughs> he I mean, had one year in college, played okay his rookie year, played pretty good his second year, took a little step back. I think next year is when he finally figures everything out. Well, I hope so. He's, like, he's, a, he's a pretty regular guy. He's not like a jerk. He goes no, and like, like, they, he, he loves to kiss titties. <laughs> yeah. The one, yes. thing, the one thing I think like I agreed with was that he's – he plays too safe. He doesn't want to throw the pick. No. Well, what is it? This is my opinion. Yeah, well, you're wrong. Well, I don't fucking care if I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm just stating an opinion. Yeah, well, it's a wrong opinion. Well, I, this is how I feel. Well, feel Paul, who was your surprise team for this year and uh, biggest disappointment for NFL? Biggest disappointment? Uh, <sighs> That's tough. Yeah, there were a lot of disappointments this year. Well, no, biggest disappointment, I mean, I think the easy answer that a lot of people would say would be the Browns, but that's just because everyone hyped them up so much. No, it's just because they hyped them up so much. It's it's not like the Browns came off of, you know, an 11-5 season and then did what they did. They they just, everyone hyped them up. Right, there's just so much attention. Baker had a slump year, and everyone said that. Everyone was hyping them up, but it was going to be based off of, did Baker have, was Baker going to have a sophomore slump? And did they fuck up with Kitchens? Which they did. Um, Great name, bad coach. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think Baker had a regression in his year, but I blame Kitchens more than I blame Baker Mayfield. By a lot. He, he oh. Poor play calling. Every, every Good. Time. We were actually talking about this. This uh, but, um, actually answers Kyle's question from earlier. So for me, the biggest disappointment would be the Chicago Bears. Um, and my reason for that is not a biased reason. It's that they went out and they got, you know, a running back that they thought would fit their scheme. They replaced what they lost on defense for the most part. I mean, in my opinion, they they upgraded with Clinton Dix from Amos, and they downgraded from Callahan to Screen. But how did he play in Denver this year? He was hurt all year. Was he? Mm-hmm. Um, but offensively, I mean, really, I mean. Uh, Taylor Gabriel played better in the games he did play. He was hurt. But um, the offensive line as a whole stayed healthy throughout the year. Um, Allen Robinson played way – was a stud this year. Top 10 receiver in the NFL. Um, top 10 receiver in Madden, too. And Anthony Miller came out of a shell halfway through the season and was playing like an animal. So, I mean, really, I mean, and, I mean injuries definitely played a part, but – you know, to go eight and eight off off of coming off of the season you had, and then the ceiling was there. I I mean, the Rams are another easy answer, but I have certain opinions about Jared Goff that I'll leave to myself. You um, can go ahead and say it. Uh, I believe Pat McAfee called him Jared Goffel. Well, I'm, I'm not a comedian, but uh, so I won't do that. <laughs> I I just think that Jared, you want to talk about somebody who's afraid to throw the pick and afraid to get hit. That's Jared Goff. Jared Goff will come out. Jared Goff comes out first drive with Patrick Mahomes mentality gets rattled with a gets hit or throws a pick and immediately turns into a, uh, uh, Hey, can I just give this to Gurley 30 times? 
and just hope this happens. We saw that live in person. And then Gurley didn't, you know, Gurley didn't play the, you know, to Gurley standards this year. Cup yeah. was hurt. Um, no, Cooks was hurt. Or Cooks was hurt. They were all hurt. Um, he hates Robert Woods. I hate Robert Woods. <laughs> um, and the defense was not as good. Um, but I, I would say the Bears would be the biggest disappointment. Um, just be, just because, like, insert, you know, what are the what, what are the Ram, what's the Rams? Are the Rams a wild card team? Are they the third wild card, second wild card team? If Gurley plays the way he did last year, um, I think so. Yeah, I say yes, especially because I think so. Because I, I think that I mean, I think that that would have been the difference maker in like the Seattle game. I think that yeah. could have been a big difference maker in the the Steelers game. That could have been a we, big difference well, maker. No, because if we didn't stop running Gurley, I think we would have won that game. But you know, it's but I'm saying, but if he was if he was old form, yes, I agree. It, so I'll give it to the Bears. Biggest surprise, Buffalo. That's what I said. All right, I take it back. My <laughs> no, yeah. Why is Miami a surprise? Because they, they weren't supposed to be a five win team. Okay, okay. So they won. They won. No, four. their progression is what surprised. They won four more games than they were supposed to. No, they, their progression. How they actually became like a reasonable football team we have to worry about. So you're going to say Miami is more surprising than Buffalo? No, I just didn't want to fucking say it, Buffalo, because you already said it. So then say something different. Say I something that's like real. Like real. He said Tennessee. Yeah, they're not a surprising team. This is what they do every year. <laughs> I thought it was surprising because of the Ryan Tannehill aspect. It's just surprising that they did it without Marcus Mariota. Oh, wait, yes. they do that every year, too. So there's not really anything surprising. Well, like I said, I was more surprised just how they did with all right, I'll say it. I'll, I'll stick the penises in my mouth. The Steelers. I mean, they went eight and eight, and they were fighting for a playoff spot until the final snap of the final, you know, the 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 last second to last game of the regular season, and they lost Ben week two. Yeah, and Juju played five games, six games. Connor, non-existent this year. Tight ends were terrible. Your receivers were not that good. They got a little better as they went along. I mean, the defense definitely carried them a lot, but still not like, like not a defense that can't be beat. It's not like people were going and being like, how the fuck are we going to score on the Steelers? The Steelers had this year a more extreme version of what the Bears were last year, where it was all we need is our offense to put up 17 points and we can win. But we couldn't do that. They couldn't do that. So, but I mean, they were fighting for a playoff spot until the end. I feel like that's a surprise. Yeah, I well, you know, and it's funny because when we were talking initially, the I Bears didn't cross my a, mind, but the Bears would absolutely be a, a disappointment. You know? I also think that it's the a surprise thing for the Steelers too is is that you guys managed to play four quarterbacks this year, three of them which were all backups, and not one of them was any good. Was it four? I thought it was just three. No, you played four quarterbacks this year, three of which were backups. Who played besides Hodges and... Uh, whatever, but you, whatever, the fucking dick fuck that you guys signed. Oh, Paxton Lynch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all I'm saying I was is... I put him in. All I'm, a, I'd like to make... Did you guys actually have Paxton Lynch? Yeah. yeah. I'd like to make a statement just to say a big fucking middle finger to Kyle and Kendall and Bob. Landry Jones would have made you the playoffs. 
You missed Where's it. Where's Landry Jones playing right now? He's in the XFL. Yeah, they, they and they the XFL told him. the Steelers to go fuck themselves when they asked him for a contract. Well, you know what? If we had Landry Jones, we would have beaten the Browns the second time. We did beat time. the Browns. No, no, first time. Listen, we, if we played anybody, we would have beat the Browns the first time. You had Landry Jones. I'm just saying, you had Landry Jones. You guys make playoffs. Yeah. We still would have lost to the Jets with Landry Jones. We would have beat the Browns. Though. <laughs> we still would have been in the same scenario. Like we would actually would have been able to be okay. It is what it is. It's a bummer. Can't change it. But it's all, it's all, it's all, wrapped, all wrapped up. Actually, biggest disappointment, probably the Cowboys. I mean, the, the, the NFC East. Do I get two of these? No, one's for Kendall. <laughs> and the AFC North was just a, a poop shed, if that's a saying. Why was the AFC North a poop shed? They produced uh, the best team in football. I think is I just I mean that as far as a team that on on paper would be really good in, in, in Pittsburgh, a team that was very super hyped up in in Cleveland, Baltimore. I think we exceeded expectation. We knew they were going to be good in some regard, and then two of those four teams was an absolute. Paul, I'd like to get your opinion on this too, real quick. So, but so so then the so then the AFC West is a dumpster fire. AFC West is a dumpster fire. It's not a dumpster. The AFC North wasn't a dumpster fire. You had a team that was eight and eight that almost made the playoffs. Eight and eight would have won you the NFC East probably. Well, it did win you the NFC East. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so it's not. So that's not a dumpster fire. Well, had, I just mean that there are more similarities in these two. No, I don't think there are. With more similarities than what? More similarities between the NFC East and the AFC North and the NFC East and the NFC West. I like, think yeah, I mean, is is a tomato more similar to an apple than it is to a potato? Yeah, because it's red. Well, like, I mean, that's a really dumb comparison. <laughs> like, All right. Get they're, the, they're more wait, of a maroon. I, I just want to get your opinion real quick. We were talking about Andy Dalton and what team you would like to see him go to that can make the teams better. Because I personally said Carolina. Just because any quarterback I'd there. I'd like to see him in Miami now that I think about it. I think Fitzpatrick's too good there. But Fitzpatrick did the thing that he does every single time. He balls out for the first year. <laughs> He's going to suck massively next year. Hey, man. We just want to see him do it once. Better, and it could happen. He's better than you, Mass. Oh, yeah, definitely. Better than you. I would never, He's never better than you at, my, he's better than you at Minecraft. Because yeah. I, I said Carolina and Indianapolis would be two good fits for him. He's not going to Indy. Why would that even be an option? Because the owner said he is not really 100% Jacoby Brissett. Well, the big contract they gave him says different. You're gonna give someone you're gonna give someone that contract. How did they give? I think they only gave him like two years, didn't they? Doesn't matter. No, they didn't give him two years. They might have. I don't know. <laughs> Mass, I'm looking it up. So stop typing in your fucking keyboard in the bathtub. <laughs> All right. I'm just saying, like two teams, I think that he would fit well in. Not gonna happen. Right, I think he'd fit well in the Steelers. Yeah, I agree. I also think that he would fit very well in Kansas City. I said what teams that need a quarterback. Well, I mean, if they just signed Brissett to a contract, then they don't need a quarterback. Brissett was not the issue. Paul, was it two years? Oh, I'm looking it up. Washington. I know they got yeah, it was, it was two years, but it was $30 million. They're not paying... They're not going to pay somebody to sit. They're not going to pay someone fifteen million dollars for the next two years to sit on the bench. Jaguars and are doing it, and it's guaranteed. Jaguars are doing it. Yeah, but the Jaguars are doing it with a quarterback who's in his thirties that they weren't really sure about. Jacoby Brissett is still young, and again, 
the Colts had something to play for week 17. It may not have been stars and stripes that the rest of the league thought they might have been at, but he took a team that everybody wrote for dead after Andrew Luck announced his retirement and made them to be a serious AFC South contender for most of the year and still be in the playoff run, even if it was by a very slim margin at the end of the year. So give me the team that you would want him to be on. I want him to stay on the Bengals. I just don't think that's going to happen. I don't think he's going to go to the Colts. No, I'm just saying. You can go fuck yourself. Can you just answer the question? Not the Bengals. Name a team that that desperately needs a quarterback that you'd like to see him. Are there a whole lot of those out there? No. Tampa Bay? (laughs) I just think think they're going to sit with Jameis one more year. (laughs) Did you guys see the tweet that Arian sent out today? Yeah. Or... Uh, hold on. Let me see if I can find it. He said, "If we, can, uh, someone asked him, do you think you can win with another win more with another quarterback?" And he said, "Yeah, if I can win with this one, I can win with any quarterback." Yeah. <laughs> God damn, Bruce Arians. He does not give a fuck, and I love it. James has all the talent in the world. He's so dumb. Just my opinion. Well, you can be a good athlete, not a good quarterback. Yeah. That's all I have to say about that. Denver. There we go. They have uh what's his face though? Yeah, Locked he up. sucks. He wrapped he mouth wrapped the words to put on incorrectly. Did he? Yeah. If you're gonna be if you're gonna pretend to if you're gonna if you're gonna rap put on in a predominantly white city as a white guy, you should know the words. <laughs> or you can go to the Chargers. That wouldn't make any sense. Because I think they're ready to move on from Rivers. Hey, let's get rid of this 36-year-old for a 32-year-old. <laughs> Where is San Diego picking this draft? They're well, not picking. Yeah, you dick. Now you owe... The Padres wouldn't pick in the NFL draft, you dumbass. Uh, well, where do the Chargers pick in this year's draft? Probably like... 17. 8 to 13-ish. No, they weren't that bad, were they? They only had six wins. You only had eight. Yeah. I'm just saying, you should like start watching how you shit on other people. No, I'm not. A lot of people had... They only had like six wins. I think they're like the 13th pick. Kyle's making me look bad. I got you. I'm looking. Um, is... Uh, nice. Is this the last year of Philip Rivers' contract? Like, does he have a couple of years left on it? No idea. I don't know. Because I'm, I'm curious if they end up taking a quarterback in this year's draft. Which AFC team and which NFC team are you rooting for and rooting against in the playoffs? Uh, well, being being a homer, I'm rooting for Buffalo. Um, you're not a homer. You're not a, it's not your favorite team. Well, it's a, it's a close second. And it's a close second. You just said as a, as a genuine Pittsburgh Steelers fan that the Bills are close to being your favorite team. <laughs> Well, it's a second favorite team. But they're close to being your favorite, is what you just said. Well, close to being second. So then who's second? second? Them. No, if they're close to being second, they're not second. They're second. It's close to second. No. No, but you're... The term is, it's a close second. (laughs) Yeah. They're close second. Okay, so that means they're close to first. No, 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 no. Yeah, that's exactly what it means. 
So basically what you're saying is Josh Allen, it goes Jerome Bettis, Josh Allen. In terms of your favorite players. Right, exactly. That, that, that's I'm, just saying, I'm just saying that you are a real shitty fan across all sports. I mean, that, that's you like the, the Astros thing. more than the Mets. You like the no. Rockets more than the Knicks. No. You like, and now you're going to start liking the Bills more than the Steelers because the Bills no, made the playoffs. No, no. Now you're a bandwagon homer fan, which is terrible. No, because they made it two years ago. I'm going with whatever. The matchup I want to see is Texans. Saints. Wide receiver Dick Hart over here. Yep. I just want to see Michael Thomas versus DeAndre Hopkins, even though they don't actually ever play on the field at the same time. I'm rooting very hard against the Saints. I hope they get bounced early. Against the Saints? Yeah, fuck the Saints. I hope they get bounced super early, and I hope Ruby Coleman gets cut in signs with whatever team bounces him. Um, I'm yeah, big time, big time, big time rooting against the Saints, and I'm also rooting. Against hmm. the Titans are a good story. The Titans are a good story. I will say that. I will say that. Hmm. Chiefs. Rooting against Chiefs. Rooting against. Rooting against. Yeah. Hyper- rooting against uh, Big Andy's first win. Nah, I'm not rooting against Andy Reid. I'm rooting against Patrick Mahomes. Oh, all right. I just like it's not fair. I don't hate Patrick Mahomes, but like I hate analysis. Because I hate Patrick Mahomes because of the analysis. Like, hey, this is what you could have had instead. No, 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 it's not that. It's not because it's all hindsight's twenty twenty. If everybody knew what Patrick Mahomes was going to be, there would have been thirty other teams that would have. All the teams would have been trading to get him. Like, yes. it's all bullshit. My whole thing: if if we knew what Patrick Mahomes was going to be, Deshaun Watson wouldn't have gone to the Texans. Um, so it's just like like Chris Collinsworth did it. the last time. That the Chiefs were on TV. Uh, was, uh, I think it was, it was against the Bears. The Sunday night game against the Bears uh, last Two week. Weeks ago, yeah. um, and he was just talking about how, like, you know, he threw a sidearm pass or something like that. You know, because like, he's the first person to ever throw a sidearm pass <laughs> in the NFL. Just so you guys know, yeah, and, and if, if you listen to any any breakdown of any NFL or sports an- analytics, Patrick Mahomes is the first quarterback to ever throw a sidearm or no look pass. He's also the first Kermit lookalike to ever throw a touchdown. Um, <laughs> but uh. But did you see shit? Like, you know, it's just like, oh, like, he, he, he's out there. You know why he's so great? Because he's out there and he's just having fun. He has love for the game. Like, okay. So nobody else in the NFL has love for the game? Nobody? Yeah, it's, a, it's a pretty garbage reason. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Larry Fitzgerald loves the game. He has to love the game and has to have the most respect in the world because he would have left the Cardinals a long time ago. I um, still think he should. Why? It'd be yeah. fun to see him on a contending team. He's retiring. Yeah. He likes to dry heat. Come on. Everybody knows it. You know Larry what I know. Gerald's going to become the governor of Arizona at one point. I like that. Kyle, I know you don't like players that have loyalty. but It's not true. You, it is true. You like to see the guy win. Dealing with John Skelton for fucking three years, he deserves it. Yeah, but going to New England for one year and winning a championship doesn't... I didn't say New England. You could win anywhere. Okay, fine. Going to let's see, New England... And winning a championship <laughs> doesn't like doesn't improve his legacy. I don't care if he does. I don't care if he has two hundred and fifty yards receiving and three touchdowns in the Super Bowl. It doesn't improve his legacy. Make me root for the Patriots. Kyle, you root for the Patriots anyway. Yeah, you're right. Guys, I'm curious. Uh, what what would Larry have to do to cement himself as the number two receiver all time? He already did it. Yeah, nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> you think he's the number two? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fucking guy at Kevin Cobb. You put some respect on Kevin Cobb's name. No. 
Why? Who, right, who, who were you thinking was number two? I I didn't know. I no no. Was... You had a name and say it. No no. no I thought there you're was just too afraid much of we're gonna shit on hey, you. So hey, say it. Hey, say hey, it. I thought there was too much of a toss say up it. between him, Tio, and Randy Moss. Oh, Randy Moss isn't even close on the second. Okay. Not even not even close. I mean, all they were gonna say Hakeem Nix, right? So let's be real. Antoine Randall O. Marvin Harrison. No. Reggie Wayne was better than Marvin Harrison. Say it, say it, Kendall. What? Say Reggie Wayne was better than Marvin Harrison. You know it's true. They were equal. They weren't. I mean... This guy's such an asshole. If I asked him to say Marvin Harrison was better than Reggie Wayne, he would have said it. But I don't know if I would have. You would have. Because they're, they're, they're very close. So where Harrison has like these records, Wayne, I think, was a more athletic receiver. And I, did it without a, an elite running back. And I, Marvin Harrison did all that damage with an elite running back. I agree with that. And a semi-mobile Pey- Peyton Manning. I just think they were very similar players. Okay. So if somebody, if they're similar players, one can't be better than the other? I guess, I don't know, I guess I did like Reggie Wayne better. Yeah. I have his jersey. That doesn't mean anything. Well, you have everybody's jersey. Give LeBron James' jersey. Did. I don't know what happened to it. Probably was a Cam Hayward jersey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, eloped two of them. I bought you... That LeBron James. You did not. <laughs> Probably Although, wouldn't have shocked me if you did. I think the matchup that I'd like to see the most would be the would be Buffalo Seattle. Cool. I'd much rather Seattle make it than fucking San Francisco or New Orleans. Well, see, I want. I, I, honestly, I'm I'm pretty much only rooting for the NFC West. <laughs> no, fuck the NFC West. No way, dude. Because Garoppolo's Pizzeria is back in business. I, at a record I would rate. give anything at a record rate, and George Kittle's to watch na- them bounce against Philly. And George Kittle's that ain't na- gonna happen. George Kittle's a national treasure. Why would why would they get bounced? Because they have a first round buy. Oh, that's right, they have the first round buy. All right, so now it's a triple shot. Um, since you so graciously, oh, well, I made Paul. I don't know what that is. You're about to hate it. Probably it's dipspit. Uh, that, would, that would be fucked up. No, it if that was if that dipspit, I'm punching both of you in the nose as hard as I can. No, it's not. Does, um, how's it look, though? That doesn't mean anything. You drank a peanut butter bacon milkshake or whatever the fuck it was. That was funny. Um, and didn't, when but, we were told it was cookie, cookie, whatever. In Seattle, beast mode. He didn't really do anything but yet, but it's cool. He had an unnecessary hurdle touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what he does. He and Paul played a lot of Madden last night. I was really hoping that his first run was going to be like an 86-yard run, did the hold my dick thing. Yeah. That's like what, it would have cemented him as the best running back ever. I thought he played well. He, well. he carried the ball only a few times, but... I think he had, he had the most carries on the team. Is that true? Yeah, I think, oh he, had like, I think he had like 17 carries. They did like... A, it was like a, They did a split-back thing with him and Holmes. I think it's Holmes. Homer. Homer. Yeah. Homer had more yards. But Marshawn Lynch had a touchdown. Yeah. On an unnecessary hurdle. <laughs> Not hurdle. Uh, pile leap. Yeah. Fun to watch. Yeah. Take a quick break. What? A what break? A wick break? That's right. Give me a wick. Give me, Give me a wick. Take a, a quick break. Your We're going to pour Paul shot and... Yeah, we can take a quick break. Yeah, I'm not drinking the whole bottle. No, 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 no. no, no. I didn't expect you to. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. I swear to God, I didn't. You don't believe in God. I swear on all of you. You don't believe in us. I do. I We're do all figments of Rebecca's imagination. None of this is real. Yep. <laughs> and then Paul wanted to talk baseball. No, I didn't. Don't worry. 
I changed my mind. Okay. So we're going to play a game called Mass Has to Talk for 60 straight minutes <laughs> about the Raptors. Oh, boy. You got, you got, you got, 30, you got three minutes to do some homework, Mass. Which right, is when it. we'll Let's be go. back live on the PPRN Radio Network. And, and now, back, back to getting, getting sports, sports with, with drunk, drunk on the PPRN, PPRN Radio, Radio Network. Network. Welcome back to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by people. Yep. This looks like swamp yeah. water. Forgot Mass was here. Patiently waiting. This looks like like really, really bloody stool. Well, you're right. So, uh, after wrapping up our Kyle, fantasy Kyle year... Just, no, Kyle's got to do it, because he's the right. winner. So... My fantasy year is over in the GSWD League. The punishment of coming in last place is you do a shot of the winner. Paul would... A shot of the winner. Yeah. I'd rather drink you than this. <laughs> the, the shot of the winner's choice. Yeah. It's usually a creation. Yeah. I won. Paul lost. And Paul... There's still Stacker. <laughs> That'd be really funny. <laughs> like an email comes like, actually, things went a little bit differently than we thought. And uh, I chose it for Paul. As what is it? So he's he's gonna drink it. Yeah, and he's he, gonna try to assess what it is. Yeah. Okay. Now, well, there's a pickle spear in it, and I'm gonna go ahead and take a limb guess here that there's pickle juice in it. Correct. I'm gonna also guess that this dark color comes from Dr Pepper. Correct. Yep. Look that. I'm gonna also guess that there's fireball in it. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And kombucha tea. No. That's what I told you. There, there is two more things in there. So, out of anyone in the group... It's funny. Pickles and pickles and Fireball smells like Tabasco. Actually, no. There's only <laughs> one more thing in there. Is it liquor related? Correct. Well, hold on. There is two things in there. Oh, yeah. There's, there are two there's things. There's three things, actually, in there. Is there Jaeger in here? No. Yeah. No, there is. Oh, is the ginger Jaeger? No. No, just a regular Jaeger. Oh, I didn't know if you actually put it in. No, I didn't. Oh, so you have two more things. So, I mean, a lot of times these shots comprise of things that the person hates. We know that you don't hate Jaeger, but it just, the color kind of fit what we (laughs) wanted. And if anyone in the group, the Riddler has the best chance to have, to identify taste and and smell. So, you have one liquor and one non-liquor in there. There's three liquors in total in here? Yes. One's kind of a sleeper. Is it the liquor? What's the sleeper? Uh, I guess so. Is is the non-liquor like a condiment? It is. Yes. Is it Worcestershire sauce? Oh, no, yeah. but I thought about it. You're, but see, he, he's, <laughs> almost, he's like on it. A1 steak sauce. That's right. That's what I'm smelling. Yeah. Do you hate A1? Oh, it's terrible, dude. <laughs> it's fucking gross. A1 steak sauce is the worst thing ever. It's just like, hey, nice $50 cut steak meat there you got there. Buy a bunch of pour some fucking meat ketchup on it. <laughs> I don't disagree with you. So I'm missing the liquor? Yeah. Yeah. It's right, so it's, <laughs> I don't so, know if you're going to smell So it's pickle juice? No. No, no, no. So it's pickle juice? Yeah. Fireball? Yeah. yeah. Dr. Pepper? Yeah. yeah. A1 steak sauce? Yeah. yeah. Jägermeister? Yep. Yeah. And then there's one more liquor. In one, one more liquor, liquor yep. Oh, and a pickle spear. There's a garnish. Was the last thing added here... No. Oh, so it's not tobacco vodka. Um, 
<laughs> well, that smell would get lost, you know? Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It's very faint. It's going to be something. Did you buy it for this? I did. Yes. Damn it. I know everything that's in Kettle's cabinet because it was mine at one point. <laughs> um, so this is something not you would go out of your way to say you hate, but something not notably on your list of things you like. Cherry brandy. <laughs> nah. Mm. Both the vodka? No. No. Is it a cordial? It is not. Is it a whiskey? Is it a dark liquor? Brown liquor? Technically. Gin? No. Technically? What do you mean technically? Is it beer? No, no, no. It, Wine? No, it, it's technically a, a whiskey, but it's not dark really in, in color. If, 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 it's kind of hard to... Wouldn't you like to say a lot? So, I don't... so it's like a light whiskey? Like a light colored whiskey? Ish, yeah. Is it an Irish whiskey? No. Is it scotch? It's scotch. Doers? Yeah. White label. When does Jeff say doers? Nah, it's more like do Yeah, yeah but like he doesn't himself? you said like what does Jeff always say? Yeah, but like, like, every time you see him like, oh Paul, what's up, Duars? <laughs> like Do <laughs> Well, I'm definitely going to go bite of the pickle first so I can chase it with whatever's in here. We just we know it's in here. Are we talking equal parts? Everything equal part? Nah. No. Nah, no shot. More pickle juice than anything else, huh? No. No, it's surprisingly not. It's more A1 sauce than anything else. Well, <laughs> oh, surprisingly enough, do you actually... I don't know this. Do you not like pickles? I despise pickles. They're the worst right. thing. But he likes relish. You should have seen Kyle... Sweet relish. You should have seen Kyle pouring the pickle juice into that plastic bottle. Just giggling, I can imagine it. Spilling it everywhere. I did it over the sink. I know. He did it good. It was just funny. I'm already over this. Now, we tasted it actually before we added the Jaeger, so we don't know what the finished product is. And when we tasted it, like, this just tastes Looks like there's dirty. plenty left for you guys. I did, I'm going to try it. I am not. I'll, I'll have a shot for it for me. I'll, I'll try All it. All right. Well, I'm going to be a good sport here. Oh, wow. Whole pickle. Good on you. Good on you there. That was a Mount Olive uh, kosher dill... What was it? Kosher spe- dill spear? Something like that. Had some time to absorb. <laughs> no. <laughs> the juice is the worst part. This is terrible. And Kyle, what did you... You guys can talk while I do this. It'll what? take a while. <laughs> what did you name the shot? It was like the Torpedo Strike. Torpedo strike, yeah. Yeah, just a lot of things hitting you at once. What kind of pickle is this, dill? I think it's a dill. I'm pretty sure. I'm trying to remember what he bought. I'm fighting the urge to vomit right now. I'm just the pickle. Sorry. Is it really that bad to you? I'm, it's just surprising. You're one of like two people that I know that don't like pickles. Congratulations. I don't like pickle on my sandwiches. Is Why is that, Kyle? I don't know. Just know to have. Like, is it the consistency? Is it the taste? I'd just rather not have it on my burger. That's it. All right. If I could eat them by themselves. Right. It can be. I mean, they kind of exist for topping sandwiches and not much else. Well, for some people, it can be a flavor thing, and it can be a consistency thing too. Because sometimes you bite it, it's like that that mush. It's like we are <laughs> terrible. It's, uh, it's, it's definitely, and the way it's cut makes a difference, too. Still chewing it? 
Well, <laughs> it, was, it was a sizable, you know, it was a jar size, you know, spear there. These are no, uh, no slices, no ovals. This was the real deal. All right, the pickle's down. I really, really would like to wash out my mouth before I go back into this. This is terrible. Yeah, the other one might be worse. I don't think so. You don't think so? No. Because here's the thing: a one six. This is just going to be. This is going to be cinnamony. It's going to be. It's going to be like this is what's going to happen: cinnamon, sour, salt. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a God. very salty. It's drink. the pickle seeds floating in it that are going to be the worst part. Yeah, that was kind of unavoidable without a strainer. Yeah. Let me tell you something: take the pickle spear out, smell totally changes. <laughs> Getting a lot of Jaeger now. I don't, I'm not one to normally do this, but I feel like I should have a puke bucket now. <laughs> do we have the one from last week? Yeah, fuck it. You can go right back into the glass. <laughs> uh, Alright, what do we think? <laughs> well, that hits real bad at the end. Yeah. Good job. What's the worst part about it? <laughs> Only everything. <laughs> All of it. The pickles. That's what hit me at the end. That was terrible. Good job, Kyle. Kyle, you want to try it? Kyle doesn't even care. I do I'm not sitting here try suffering, it. and he's just over there like, I'm going to text my girlfriend. I'll try it. You just try it. Just take the glass. Or I can take the glass. Right, just give him the bottle. It's a lot easier for you to hand him a bottle with Rebecca in the middle than it is for me to throw an open glass over a soundboard. You're going to finish it? You don't have to. I didn't finish both. You wouldn't finish yours, so I don't have to. You're right. Honestly, though, I, I was served a, a blender full. <laughs> <laughs> so was like... Yeah, but yours had the consistency to it. This is terrible. We should save some of this for the mass. Yes, mass. you got to try it. Because you've never I'd done rather, I'd really rather not, though. You can do one shot of this, or you can do a triple shot of the private stock. Do a shot of the private... I'll do my triple shot of the private stock. Alright, this is the private stock. <laughs> Sucker. Fuck you, Kyle. Not good. Yeah, it's got a weird taste. Worse or better than yours? Better. Better. What do you think? It's terrible. It just <laughs> tastes like pickles. It's the worst thing ever. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, the A1 really shines through. Yep. We couldn't tell you there was Fireball in that. Or Jaeger. Or Doers. Or Doers. It doesn't taste like booze. It just tastes like Dr. Pepper A1 and pickle juice. <laughs> Man. So there you have it. What did, what did you put the most of in there? A1. Ugh. It was pretty, just by accident, though. Yeah, it, just, it was an overpour. Just kind of weird. When we tried to equalize it, it didn't work. I'm going to... I'm going to give Kyle a decongestor while he speaks. Fuck that. <laughs> and by decongestor, I mean I'm going to shit in his mouth and hold his nose closed. No, I think he would have been equally upset if I just gave him Fireball. I would have been equally as upset? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, I, mean, I don't like Fireball, but I hate pickles. And I hate A1. There's only one food that's missing from this. Shrimp. Bingo. What are you talking about that? What, I would have... That would have been the end of the world for me. That would have been pretty rough. Or octopus. Should have actually shrimp garnish. We we toyed with the idea of making like a, a bloody mary type concept, but it just we didn't have the ingredients. 
I mean, this is pretty, like, red. <laughs> I mean, if you'd put this in a clear glass, it would look like a Bloody Mary. Yeah. I mean, it, it's... I think it's because you're looking through so much of it, but, like, look at, look at, like... Yeah, I see it. It's I see red, it. Especially if you put it up to this red cup. Look. That was terrible. I'd like to go home now. <laughs> hey, but you did it. Yep. You made it through the disgusting shot. The second annual disgusting shot. Yeah, that's right. I'm really thinking did you have something. to take the one last year? I did. I did. I, they made me a uh, blended well, Chinese food. Uh, on today's episode of oh, Rebecca right. Can't Draw Straight Lines, featuring fat in the middle blue rainbow. Is she coloring with like with no concept, just like whatever? No, she's just what is that? Why? I can't draw. But why are you doing that? But that's not drawing, that's coloring. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Anywho. Anywho. Um, there you go. Go ahead. I don't know what you wanted to talk about. Kyle, just go ahead, man. Well, you want to talk some baseball. Who so. did the intro to the show today? Kyle did. Right. Kyle, you're in charge. Well, Paul came up with the idea of talking some baseball today. I, I did not. All he, I said was, if you're going to talk baseball, don't do it till I get there. It wasn't my segment. Baseball is always Kyle's segment. Kyle, do you want to grab the sheet? The Kyle had bag? actually told me that he planned the whole show today. That's false. Out of the red bag. What? Matt, you're driving dump trucks? Yeah. What is that noise? Uh, that's the plow coming through. The... Uh, Your house? <laughs> no, but the mic is pretty close to the window, so. Is the window in the driveway? I don't understand. <laughs> Why are there plows? Because uh, there's sleet and shit outside. Well... What is a plow going to do if there's shit outside? Move the shit? No, you need a plumber for that. Oh, alright, sorry. Here, hold on, I'll fix this. Hey, Chris. What? Hello? What? Um, Put your headphones on, you can't hear them, Rebecca. No, I can hear. So, this one time I slept at your condo, and I could hear your neighbor snoring. That was fucking sick. Why? Which... I'm confused. Where was Max? You guys were in Pittsburgh. Mm. I just wanted him to know that because you were commenting on all the noises that you're hearing outside. So I just felt like you needed to know that you can hear his neighbors. I'm pretty impressed because I've never once heard them, but that's all right. Yeah, it was pretty loud. Max, you can go ahead and imagine what was happening in your bed then. Yeah. Rebecca, did you share a bed with Ashley? Yes. Oh my. Did you guys make out? Did you think about it? A lot of Dutch ovens going on, though. <laughs> <laughs> now, Rebecca's into this weird thing with girls where she just likes to take her bare ass and slap it against her belly. <laughs> she calls it the button clogger. Having tr- I'm having trouble picturing it, but I, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Mass, you're just, just imagine, like, twerking on a bare stomach. No, no. What, hey, he's, hey. what he said was, imagine twerking on a grizzly bear's stomach. <laughs> Kyle, what the fuck, man? Well, I don't know what we're doing. Well, we're talking some baseball. You want to? You want to be the host? You have to do a good job. So I didn't want to be. So hey. then you should have waited till I got here. All right, whatever. Some signings have happened. Yeah, and some basically all by the White Sox. Some oh. significant signings. None of them by the White Sox. <laughs> White Sox signed Gio Gonzalez, Dallas Keuchel, and Edward and Carson. And. And they traded for Norman Mazzara. So and that's it. 
I don't know. I don't know the next one. What was the first one? We're going to talk about it. We're talking about the whole scope of that. Dallas Keuchel? Yes, Monte Grandal. Oh! Did we not talk about it? Maybe we didn't talk about it. No, um, we didn't really actually talk about it. No. I thought we did, but we didn't. No, we just said that Paul was Paul going to frame. Hey, did anybody get any of the other ones right the White Sox time? Uh, I feel like I could have guessed Keuchel the White Sox. No, you didn't. Yeah, probably guessed him to the Braves. <laughs> Padres. No, you said Toronto. Real left card there. I bet you that was his next destination, though. Nobody got Tanjin Ryu. Nice. Where'd he go? Uh, Toronto. That's what I meant. You said Pirates. No, I meant Keiko to the Pirates, Ryu to the the Raptors. Yeah. <laughs> Ryu, five years, I think, something like that. Um, but White Sox, though, very cool with uh, with Geo there getting getting signed. Again. Again. What? For the 487 time. I think it's cool. That's, uh, I don't know how many White years Sox. it's been, but... Uh, White Sox, the Central Division. White Sox never got better. Yeah, I we mean, don't know that. Uh, well, on, on paper, they the White Sox got, got better them. offensively. Can Gio Leo do it again? Well, that that's you know because Gio Gonzalez is not like an ace. No, he's a no. solid three. Yeah, but but okay, but Keuchel's not an ace either. He's a solid two. Right. So if Gio Leo sucks ass, then you don't have an ace, and you don't have a four, and you don't have a five. They have a four and a five. No. Okay. We have what could be a really good pitcher in Cease, and we have Ronaldo Lopez, who... That's not, not true, though. Because you're going to get Kopik back. He should be almost ready. And you're going to get Rodon back by... Yeah, probably. but they're not in the, They're not going to be in this, the rotation. I think Rodon will be. Well, Rodon will. But Rodon's not going to be in the rotation until July. And then Kopik... Is I not going to be in the rotation. I think they want him as a starter. No, he's going to be a long reliever. They already said it. That's... Make him a closer. Make him a closer. This guy was never a closer before, but just make him do it. Make him do it. Well, I don't you know, know, like, I'm sick and tired of this guy fucking picking off quarterbacks. You know, he probably could read their mind. He should just be a quarterback. Why doesn't he play left wing? They got a very good defensive and power hitting catcher. The, the nice part about the moves have made sense. Yeah. You know, they, they, they bolstered, bolstered the rotation, which, don't look at me like you've never made a mistake. They, they, look at the blue line. That's a big mistake. Now, Riddler is correct. We don't know what we're going to get with Giolito. We we hope you know, fan or not, I think you, you know, hope to see a similar outing. And adding, you know, Keiko gives like a, a strong like backbone to Giolito. Back, like you know, hey, well, just give some veteran leadership to the young. Uh, young well, right, and, and, and the same thing to be said uh, for. Well, it's always good to have a good Gio. left hander in the on the bullpen there, and you know, starting rotation a good left hander. Yeah, so they added two. Very yeah. very yeah. exciting. It's always good to have lefties. And we don't know what we're going to get out of... And uh, uh, everybody's overlooking the uh, biggest offseason move the White Sox did this year. Not letting a bray you walk. <laughs> no, that is the biggest one. I guarantee you if they had let a bray you walk, we would have seen down years from Moncada and Elhoy. And that's not even well, counting Justin Roberts. Well, a bray you still is producing, so I mean, it's a good... You're not hurting by holding on. The guy's a good power contact guy. He just swings to put the ball in play, and sometimes it goes over the fence, and if not, it's a good double down the gap. That's right. Guy's a leader. He's mm. a, He is like the perfect like five hitter, in my opinion. He's the perfect five or like two. Five or two. He's a good five or good two. Like the the like, like the, the, the street sweeper. Not the cleanup guy. He's just the street, street sweeper. sweeper. Yep. Or the number two hitter because he just gets on base. 
That's been his problem. You know how many like you know, I think he'd be a good five in this lineup because he seems like guys that can get on base. Because I mean, I don't know what the opening day lineup's going to be yet. They've, there's been some projections, but I mean, Timmy's probably going to bat one, and then probably going to bat Mankata two, and then Nomar three, or no, um, they had no like the one I saw had Nomar at eighth. I didn't mean Nomar. I meant Grandal at third. Grandal at third. I think they had the one I saw. Was it, what was it? I'm trying to remember now. I think it might have been a Brave third and Carson on four. No, no, it was it was no, it was Nomar four three and Carson four a Brave five. Because then you don't have to worry about Carson being slow because the Brave's not catching him any. <laughs> it's just too. Uh, where's the Jimmy Jongas? <laughs> that's Mexican. They're Dominican, Cuban. I don't know. Where's the tamales? No, that's still Mexican. Where's the Where's the Cubans? There we go. Isn't that kind of sad? Sandwich. Isn't that kind of sad that like the most notable food in America from Cuba is just called the Cuban? <laughs> hey, it's a good sandwich. Not really. No, you don't like it. No. Why? Pickles. <laughs> well, no, you can get it without pickles. I'm just not a big Thousand Island guy. That's why I don't really like uh, Rubens that much either. I like Rubens that much. Well, that's I like Rachel's though. That's pastrami. Everyone's is... dad's favorite sandwich. I don't no, know. instead of sauerkraut, it's coleslaw. Oh, okay. I do like sauerkraut, though. But I, I was, I'm more of a kraut on the dog kind of guy, not a kraut on the sandwich kind of guy. Kraut on the dog. Kraut on the dog. I made this pitch one time that I wanted to start a hot dog joint called, uh, it was a, just gourmet hot dogs and beer, and it was going to be called Dogging the Draft. So it was going to be like a military theme bar. You can make it. Like do- dodging the draft, but dogging the draft. I think that's, that's a good concept. Yeah. I think it would do really well in, like, North Carolina. Yeah, I can see it. Kyle. Yeah. Best rotation in the AL Central. I don't know. know. (laughs) Probably the White Sox. We haven't seen anything from the White Sox yet, but you know, the Twins, they're great. uh, On paper and going off previous history. Straight out of your butt. Right out of your butt. It's the White Sox because the Indians lost Kluber. The Twins never had a good rotation. Never. Um, It's Kluber. The Tigers are just ass. (laughs) So I guess and the Royals are ass, which was sort of a setup by me to you as being the White Sox are now the best pitching pitching rotation. I think the White the Sox Central. are the, the White Sox are the division. best pitching team. Yeah, best pitching team. I think the White Sox are the favorite twin of the division, and I think it's and then go nowhere fast after. No, I think they can. Like you, you add. Are they a ninety win team this year? No, ninety, but they'll be like eighty five. That could get it done in that division. It's just like, why? there's no fucking way that team could win 90 games. 85 for sure. <laughs> but no way they could win 90. You're telling me that there's not a chance five games could go their way? I get what you're that's saying. Like being but, the, but that's like saying, like, oh, what, what, do you have the, what, do you, what do you have the Patriots this year? Oh, 14, 14 and 2. Uh, I nah, mean, there's no way. Oh, I was. What? 14? No, they're 13 and 3 without a doubt. There's no way they're going to win a 14th game. Unachievable season. Unachievable. I'm not saying it's unachievable to win 90 games. They just need everything to click. Well, what if it's a White Sox Phillies World Series? It'd be dope. What are you going to do? We're going to buy tickets. What? No. Yeah. Okay, first of all, Whoppers don't make that kind of money. Second of all, I don't want to go to the Phillies Stadium for that. We can go to the White Sox Stadium? No. <laughs> because that's expensive. Whatever. Who's going to buy it? Kyle would. I'll pay for the tickets. No, you, 
fat fucking chance of that. Anyways, like they they now have like the deepest team too. They they added power. You know the Indians didn't really have How? the, the Indians didn't have the <laughs> offense last year. And again, the Royals and the Tigers aren't really anything special. You know, they're the team with the Twins who won a division, but they're one of those teams that are so up and down, you never know. We talked about this many times on the show as this division being the ultimate rotating door, who's going to be good and who's not. And I think history has shown, especially in the past 10 years, that the team with the kind of the on-paper best roster is the one that kind of to succeed in that division. I mean, with the exception of maybe nothing's even coming to mind. To, to, to my point. The Royals never had the best on-paper roster. I don't know. I I think they kind of did, you know, the years they won. But I'm just, like, I'm just thinking about it. It's just like, I mean, the, the Twins lost Jonathan Scope and CJ Crone both to the Tigers. Now there's a hole at second base and first base at the age. I don't know. I think the White Sox are the all-complete team. Oh, I think so, too. I just, but... Like to the point of making that is like, if you were to pick one team on on paper that is the best and will probably succeed, it's going to be the White Sox. And they also had the bullpen. They had a good bullpen last year. Yeah, like they they made the moves that they should have made. Yeah, uh, a good, a and good, they might not even be done yet. Yeah, I don't know what their their money situations like, but um, they could still go get Castellanos or Yasiel Puig or. Guys like that. Was there uh, any favorites for kind of like an, an? I know I saw that the Phillies sort of had like a an Arenado uh, look at, but I don't know if, if there was any. Arenado's not going anywhere this year. You don't think so? No. Do you think it would have already happened? No, I just don't think anybody had the pieces to get him. Because it's going to take an arm and a leg just to think of the idea of trading him. Because you got to think about it. They're gonna they're gonna want more because he's on more years of control. Yeah, it's funny that saying arm and a leg for a baseball player, arm and a bat would almost make more sense. Because like, shut the fuck up, Kendall. You know, then we got Hunjin Ryu, who signed with Toronto, which shocked me. It shocked everybody. But after hearing why they did it, made sense. They did it because next year's um, uh, free agent pitching class isn't very good. And they're a couple years away, but when they when they start hitting their stride, he'll be a part of it. That the reasoning makes sense, but I don't know if I'm in the camp that he's gonna have a, a duplicate year of what he did. He doesn't have to. Well, I mean, but if he could just get a three point four ERA, that's fine. Better three, than what they have. Three point four. You know what I'm saying? Like it's better than what they have. You know what he said. And you got these kids who you're putting all your all your marbles in their basket. There you go. And it doesn't if you get that one guy that can put you remotely closer, it's good enough. Good enough. They're already better than the Orioles and they're right there with the Red Sox. Right fucking right. I wouldn't make the comparison better than the Orioles because why even talk about the Orioles guy? <laughs> yeah, why even talk about the Orioles? I like this uh, uh, ad lib. You know what I'm saying? Stuff going on here. You know what I'm saying? They could be better than the Red Sox and the Rays this year. Equally better than the Rays. <laughs> Why don't you go fuck yourself, Kendall? How about that one? Nope. All right, I'm fine. 
Another name that signed was Avasio Garcia. I can't remember where he signed. Who'd you say? Garcia. Oh, Milwaukee. Who'd you say that? Avasio. Oh. He's in Milwaukee. I like how I said, who'd you say? And he was like, Garcia. Like, oh, there's only one of us. <laughs> there couldn't be a second Garcia in the MLB. He uh, signed Milwaukee in a two-year deal. It's a good low-risk signing. He could provide some offensive power on the corner outfield position for them. Ryan Braun's getting old. But I think he's going to play first base anyways. Most likely, that would make sense. But. You know, just to jump off topic for a second, I'm sorry, Matt, you're not here to enjoy it, but uh, the Riddler provided us some Prosecco for uh, the show tonight. I don't know if you guys wanted to do a uh, 2019 kind of 2019 uh, wrap-up toast, or did you just want to... Oh, you want me to share it with you now, Rebecca? I see. I'm not really at, at liberty to do that. Now, looking at, like, we all know who signed. What team do you expect to make the leap? What team do you expect to take a bounce back? Post the signings, you mean? Yeah. Um, well, so we, we stated already about the White Sox. I think that they will make a step forward. Hundred um, percent, being in a, a kind of a weak division as it is, I, I just think that the, the moves they made will be enough. Um, taking a step back, um, I guess Washington. Because we we talked about it two weeks ago, whatever. Them not keeping the right guy, and uh, I think you you said that, Kyle. And I tend to agree with that, but, you know, letting Rendon walk and, and keeping Strasburg because, mm. because it's a, a heritage name sake. Uh, so I, I guess that would be my my two my two standouts. Mass. I don't know. Um, I think the White Sox will make some moves this year. I really do. I think there you have. No, like, I don't know if you heard the first part of our conversation. They, I, I they did. signed a lot of people. Signed a lot of people, and I, I think they'll make they're gonna a move, decent push for the playoffs this year. They're going to move to Fulton, Fulton Street. That's the first place they're going to move to. And then Why are we moving to Fulton Street? Stadiums with the Cubs. Um, step back. I'm, I'm going to go with Kendall and say Nationals as well. Nice. Why is Mike Mock here? <laughs> well, like, that's not very nice. <laughs> At least I'm trying to contribute. What are you gonna do about? Oh man, shots fired! Say I'm not nice. <laughs> um, Nationals because letting uh, what's his, what's his face? Um, yeah, I want I want to say Rendon. Is it Rendon? Yeah, very good, very good. Yes, letting Rendon go was, um. And it just must, going to keep Strasburg sure. instead, probably handicap a little bit. I mean, you keep uh, keep the, the the heritage namesake. No, I was going to say you keep an ace pitcher, but you're going to lose a power bat, and I don't know. I I just don't think that they they went on a run kind of like the Eagles went on for the NFL. It was one of those Cinderella story kind of runs. Uh, I don't know that they have the pieces to go back and do it all over again. 
All right, Paul. I just want to know. I just want you guys to know that you can always tell when someone has no idea what they're talking about because they say, "What I'm trying to say is," and then they go into a different like sentence. Mastered that about thirty times. It was only thirty. I'm actually doing pretty good then. Well, it's because you got a you know a ginormous ass. <laughs> Paul? Paul? Team, do you expect to take the step forward and take a step back? Brewers take a step forward. Astros take a step back. Why do you say that? I think the Brewers got better. I think the Brewers have always kind of been like right there. And, huh? Yeah, right there. Hit it with the poke chop. Oh. Um, but uh, I feel like I'm on a podcast with myself right now. You guys are just all on your fucking phones. I was listening. Good. Thank you, Rebecca. Rebecca, thank you. You're welcome. Okay. I'm listening. Um, no, I just think the Brewers are ready to take that next step, and I think that they're in a division that's become a little bit more uh, open. I don't think the Cubs are going to be as good. Um, so I don't, you know, and the Cardinals are kind of like in a weird spot right now. I think the Brewers can make some make some noise, and I think the Astros are going to miss the playoffs. <laughs> Why do you think the Astros are going to slaps? They're going to. I think they're going to. I think they're. A lot of people are very much underestimating how much Cole means to that team. I think that they're going to come out in a very big, um, like, what the fuck happened to us in this World Series hangover kind of deal. And I think the media, all this negative media attention over the past few months, is going to get to them. And I think that they're going to come out and they're going to they're going to hit a slump. They'll find their stride and then they'll slump again. It'll be a little too too little too late. That's a fair all assessment. Right. Souls, anything for you? Yeah. For me, the team that's going to take a step forward is the Cincinnati Reds. Last year, you kind of already saw, like, the young kids taking over them, taking a step forward. Like, um, Archimedes put it on a power display for that team. Now they added Mike Moustakis, who can either play third or second. Very – at a reasonable – he's better third baseman, but he could play a lot of second. He'd be there for Milwaukee. You also added the Japanese kid uh, today, actually. Um, Shogo Akamaya, who's an outfielder, and they added Wade Miley, who's been pretty decent the last few years. So now they have a couple guys that they have a couple pitchers. They have now an offense that you can be afraid of, and they have good defense. You know, Jose Iglesias is still there, and they have they have a bunch of Jose Peraza and um. Big one, Eduardo uh, Suarez, got the, and they still have Joey Votto. He had a down year last year, but he's been great in the last couple years. Yeah, not yeah. couple, but since he's been in the in the red uniform, he's been awesome. Yeah, that's fair. And I expect the Reds to take a jump forward. They might not make the playoff, but they'll take a. I think they'll get like seventy-five to eighty-five wins. Well, they've been in last place now, right, for the past yeah. two seasons at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think it, <laughs> to get the climb out of that uh, that whole. Well, they weren't in last place last year. Were they not? No, the Pirates were. Matt, what's going on? Very aggressive typing. Now my keyboard is just very loud. And the team might expect to take a step back into Twins. I mean, they do it every year. They, they're they good, then they're bad. You know, this year they lost a couple guys. They didn't replace them with anybody. You know, they they still only have one dominant starter. They can't, you know, 
their number two start. Like they lost Kyle Gibson. They still have Odorizzi. Not Kyle Gibson. But he even he was kind of banged up last year. They don't have a good rotation or a good bullpen. And their offense is subpar best. It's a home runner die team. And for a team like the Twins that play in a huge ballpark, it's going to work for them. Better shot of private stock. No team hits over 275 home runs this year. All right. I'll take you on that offer. If I lose, I have to do a shot of private stock. If you lose, you have to lick my feet. You got a tattoo. All right. Of my choosing? It has to be somewhat reasonable. Tattoo of his feet. What if I put it in a place that no one will see it? I got to be somewhat reasonable. No. I'm not getting like, I'm gay. No, no, no. I was thinking more swastika related. No. Let me get a swastika right on your forehead. No. It'll scream, welcome to Burger King. No. Can I get Miss Piggy? Yes. Done. Nice. Can I get a tram stamp that says I heart James Charles? No. <laughs> oh, I know what I'm going to get. I'm going to get a heart, like a mom heart, on his arms and then put Jeff in it. I think it would look really nice. Yeah, like in sailor writing. <laughs> it's not really sailor writing, but you know exactly I, the final I'm talking know, about. I know it. Paul, what was the number for home runs? 275. All right, Kyle. So, who's your uh, who, who are your uh, division winners and wild cards for the NL? Way too early prediction, man. Uh, I think the division winners are the Braves, the I'm going to say the Braves, the Cubs, and you writing this down, Mass? Braves, Cubs, and Dodgers, and the wild card being the Phillies and. The Brewers. I wrote down your bet. I didn't write down what Kyle just said. Can you? All right. What it was? I was actually telling Siri to remind me the closing day. So, what what is Kyle talking about now? All right. My my way too early predictions for division winners and wild cards. All right. Hold on. Uh, way too early predictions. He's the file keeper. Uh, let's do. Yeah. Word or Excel, Mass? Uh, Google Drive. Coward. (laughs) Alright, uh, Google Docs. Can we just get your social security number real quick? Yeah, hold on one second. Oh, for real? Uh. Quick, oh, for real, real quick. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, one. That's my Spanish. I feel like we're like getting ready to do the Matt Hardy music video. <laughs> whoa, 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 Matt Hardy hates shrimp. <laughs> All right, uh, Kyle, go for what you're calling. The Dodgers, Cubs, and uh, Braves. My wild card being the Phillies and the Brewers. Boo. For the NL. Yeah. Specifications okay. there. Oh, what about what about you, Mass? Uh, what about for the AL? No, no, no. All right, fine. AL, Kyle, go ahead. The AL, I got the White Sox, the Yankees, and the. Actually, I'm gonna go on and I'm gonna say the Angels. I think the Astros win the wild card, and I think the Red Sox win the other wild card. 
All right. Uh, that was for the AL. Somebody don't like his typing. Just, just I just muted myself so you guys can't hear the rest of it now. All right, so why don't you go ahead, Mass? Well, do you want me to type or do you want me to talk? Well, I want you to tell me your predictions. How about this? Uh, how about this? How about this? How about this? I'm going to talk to Kendall for 30 seconds. You mute us, type them, and then you can read them to us after, okay? Uh, no, no, no. Like, I was get, I was typing up Kyle's thing. Um, I don't fucking know. I don't... Uh, Chris Massey. Prediction. AL, same. NL, same, but with Cardinals. Do you have, like, a minute to think about it? All right, fine, Kendall, go ahead. All right, uh, my... NL East is the Braves. Uh, Homer. <laughs> big Braves fan. Everyone knows they're a close second. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Uh, my Central will be uh, the Brewers. Yeah, Mr. 3000. My West will be the What's Dodgers. The other guy's name. Stan Ross. The other guy. Rex Pennebaker? Yeah. Uh, my wild card. Uh, Wait, who'd you pick in the West? Dodgers. The Dozers? The Dozers. Uh, wild card will be uh, the Natanals. Whoa. I just okay, think... I said the Natanals. How are they taking a step back if they're going to be the Wild? Well, I think, I think they will take a step back. I just think that some teams just find a way to win when it's annoying. Um, AL. Uh... I'll give it to Yankees for the East. Central will be the White Sox. Uh, West will be the Astros. And uh, Wild Card will be, uh, I think, uh, I think Tampa Bay can get it done. You know the two, right? I have a question. Am I no, no, supposed to be taking down everybody's? Yeah. There is two. And I didn't mention a second one for the uh, NL. So, uh, Tampa... And uh, all right, hold on. Kendall, please start over with the National League. He said the Braves, the Dodgers, and the Brewers. Brewers. And he said the Phillies and I said the Nationals in the National. Yep. All right, how do we feel about the American League? Oh, I don't feel anything good about it. Okay. Uh, Yankees from the East, White Sox from the Central, Astros uh, from the West, uh, Tampa Bay, and uh, Oakland. Who won the AL Central? White Sox. What do you think I said? My ass. <laughs> no one's winning the second <laughs> Five-way tie. Yeah. It's just no one's going to go. And we're just going to deal with it. You I'll don't talk. have to like it. I'll talk. Is that like a door? A little bit. Nice. A little bit. Well, how about you? What? What are we doing? Division. Oh, oh <laughs> division winners, yeah. 
right, I'm gonna go uh, Eagles, Saints, Bears, Cardinals, Browns. Wild card would probably be the Red Wings and the Knicks. Perfect. Um, no, uh, NL East. Bravas. Uh, NL Central. Brewers. And NL West. The Dodgers. And then the two wild cards. The Fightin' Phils. And the Metropolitans. Got that, Mass? Give me your wild card again real quick for the... Uh, I only did the NL, so... Yeah. yeah. The Phillies and the Mets. Okay. And then for the AL, um, I got the Tampa Bay Rays in the East. Are you dragging, like, your grandmother across the keyboard right now? Yes. Alright, so I got the Tampa Bay Rays in the East, I got the White Sox in the Central, and I have the Angels in the West, and then Wild Cards, I have the Yankees, and I have the um, Athletics. Got it. What? I did the water rush thing. You said Braves, Brewers, and Dodgers, right? Yep. Predicting a very heavy a- uh, NL East playoff picture. That's what I like to hear, yo. Yeah. Mets are going to beat the Phillies in the wild card. Wow. Yep. 27 to nothing. Wow. Perfect game. Um, and then the Mets are going to go undefeated with a uh, run differential of 67 per game. And then they're going to get swept by the Angels, uh, one nothing, four straight perfect games. Do you have uh, Cespedes breaking his leg also <laughs> during that? Cespedes is going out game two of the regular season. Oh, yeah, he's going to have diverticulitis. Oh well, too bad. Yeah. Actually, who's making out with Ryan Clark? They got sickle cell anemia. Can't play at high altitudes. Unfortunately, all yet. your games are in Denver this year. <laughs> yeah, I got mine. All right, go ahead. I'm going to go with the Phillies. I'm going to go with the Brewers. I'm going to go with the Dodgers. I'm going to take the Cardinals and the Braves in the wild card. Uh, And then for the American League, I'm going to go with uh, the Yankees. That's his favorite team. Yeah. Uh the, the White Sox and the Athletics, uh, Angels Wild Card, and Rays Wild Card. All right, I'm going to ask you guys one question. Real quick. Mets Yankees. What? No. Well, I, was, I thought you were going to ask what if game. If you could I, choose one player. What game I'd least likely want to do. Off any team that would help you guys win. It can't be a superstar, okay? okay. Take a play off another team and put them on your roster. Who would it be? Kevin Pillow. Yeah, Adrian, it could happen. Is he really? Yeah. What the fuck? What are we doing? Oh! 
I'd rather have him than fucking Yosetis Escobar, whatever the fuck we got from the Rangers. <laughs> Nomar Mazzara? <laughs> That's an awesome name, though. Yosetis Escobar? Kendall? Um, I, I have a real one. That could be a real one. No, but no, we don't need him. Oh. Brian Dozier. Second baseman? Better bat, though. We don't need him. We don't have a second baseman. We have Makata. He doesn't play second. He plays third. I think he's gonna play second. Why? Who's gonna play third? Uh, so why would they? Why would they move him to a position that would make him unhappy just so they can figure out who will play third when they already have a second baseman and a third baseman? We got Cassiano. We're not the fucking Phillies. We don't have Cassianos. We didn't sign him. Yeah. We're not the fucking Phillies, Kyle. We don't just sign people left and right and then just go. Eh, we'll figure it out later. Yep. Worked. Has it? Yeah, exactly. Let's go fuck yourself. Dozier. I'm going with Dozier, second baseman. Flash utility guy. So, can I pick someone who's already been signed? Yeah. Well, Grandal would be who would I want. No, that's a superstar. Oh, he's not a superstar? Kyle, you told me he's top five catcher. Yeah, but I mean, he's a superstar. I'm sorry, if you're the top five at your position, when there's 60 players that play your position, I would deem that a superstar. There's a lot of catchers that suck. Okay. Pick another one. Um, I picked well, fucking Brian Dozier. Okay, I'm changing mine then. You can stick with yours. That's fine. I'm changing mine. One's Andrew Bogarts. Not a superstar. He's just a star. Fair? Nothing? Souls is texting over there again? All right, I'm going to stick with Dozier. You can take Rundle. I'm just being an asshole. Kyle's like not talking to us today or something. Well, see, so, I, I understand what you're saying. So, Grandal's kind of... Just go with Yasmani Grandal. It's okay. Kyle. Better than JT, so... That's false. He's a better hitter than JT. That's false. That's not false. Yes, it is. Not false. He's a better hitter than JT. JT. I would choose Matt Chapman of the Athletics. He's one of the best clubs in baseball. And he can hit, like, 275. I can't help but feel like I'm the only one that listened to the rules. Since nobody's listening to the rules, and uh, Soul said we could pick anybody who's already signed him, picking Keichel. Well, he's not a superstar. There's only one superstar, and it's Mike Trout. That's the only guy he didn't want you to pick. Fine, can I take Arenado? No. He's not a superstar. Yes, he is. No, he's not. Yes, he is. He's not top five player in baseball. Yes, he is. No, he's not. What's the guy's name? Nolan Arenado. He's not a top five player in baseball. Yes, he is. He's not the fifth most. He's not top five most valuable players in baseball. Yes, he is. He's not. If he was, then they wouldn't be talking about trading him. They would because they can get a one hell of a haul for him. You don't trade franchise talent. Teams do it. You don't do it though. Yes, they do. Good teams don't do it. They're not a good team. They are. They made the. They made it to the World Series once. Still made it to the World Series. And got swept. He's not talking. It's a tough question. It's a tough question. Because it's, it's such a, a broad, you know, especially by position, what, what players are, are deemed, you know, good enough. Um, it, it's a type of thing, too, especially getting back to Grandal, um, a guy who's kind of been a more of a commodity late. Fine, I'm taking Chris event. Sale. It's a good pick. You know, he'll be a... Uh, See a superstar? 
I would consider him one, but a lot of people don't. Well, you know, he's kind of like a fringe superstar. Now, I say that because there's so much, you know, history behind him as being Well, I said so because good. people don't think of it because of last year, which is bullshit. Well, and that's, that's not fair, you know, because... You know, fucking guy got hurt, and he pitched into fucking September and had like two months to fucking figure it out. Players do that. I guess, I guess I'll just take Brian Dozier. Dozier's a good pick. I like Dozier. It's right up there with your guys' picks. Probably not the same caliber. Good ball boy. You guys, want to take a quick break? And Don't then... you suck a fucking dick? Whoa! Yeah, I said it. What are you gonna do about it? I don't know. Nothing I can do, unfortunately. Yeah, that's right. Take a break. Come back and do the drunkies. Yeah, I unplugged the headphones by accident. I felt myself do it. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we'll come back in like uh, I don't know. Look like an hour or so, and we'll do the junkies, <laughs> and we'll be back live on the PBRN Radio Network. And now, back, back to getting, getting sports, sports with drunk, drunk on the PBRN Radio Network. Welcome back to Getting Sports with Drunk live on the PBRN Radio Network. Live on speaker. Mass, you there? Mass? 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 Mass the oh, hey! hey. Mastifer. Hey, Mass, do you have any uh, do you have any ginger ale or anything in your house, or like like sparkling wine? Uh, I'm sure I could find something. Why? It's, it's important. Well, yeah, we're gonna do a getting sort of drunk toast. All right, I'll be right back. Oh, you don't have it handy. This is, this we, is we should ask. The laptop falls in the. It's just, in my opinion, I just think that everybody should have a bottle of sparkling Welch's juice on them at all times. That's fair. What's a staple at Kendall's house for holidays? Or Mountain yep. Dew. Plus, you were also really big into the uh, the Martinelli's. Uh, Shut up. The Martinelli's. Shut up. Uh, the white grape juice. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I meant, though. Like, sparkling right, juice. Right. Yeah, yeah. Non-alcoholic sparkling juice. So, so your mom can feel fancy. Yes. Because your mom doesn't drink. You know, it's funny. She does drink... Um, wine. But not just any wine. Uh, White Zinfandel. I... Well, I don't so know. what my mother used Pink to drink. Zinf... Oh, white Zinfandel. White Zinfandel. Is it pink? Yeah. Is it sweet? Yeah, white Zinfandel. Pink rosé is an oxymoron, Rebecca, because... Or not an oxymoron, it's a redundancy, because rosés are pink. It's like thinking, like, what's your favorite color? Oh, uh, you know, I like, uh... I like really blue blues. Well, you know the reasoning that she likes it, and it's the weirdest reason I've ever heard from... Especially for someone who doesn't, like, drink. Mm. She says she likes the heat... So I think she means is like how your face would get. Like, I think it puts her in heat. <laughs> I think White Zinfandel was the creator of one foot long hot dog. Kendall Reed is a baby. Perhaps so. Hey, I was in a Cumberland Farms today, and I saw. I, and I chose Did you get the, the rib sandwich. No, I actually I didn't get anything to eat there because I witnessed a, a, a woman that was sitting there, who was sitting at the counter, and the, the oven beeped, and she took her hands. She was like wiped them on her face, like she was like so pissed off. And then she went and took the pizza out of the oven with her bare hands oh. and started just throw, like grabbing slices, like like palming the cheese and oh just sliding them into bags. God. And she just kept like wiping it on her breast and just like like her shirt and just like. I would was, have called the police, honestly. It was pretty rough. I called worse than the police. I called the Cumberland Farms police. <laughs> Maggie Kalani. Yeah, that's horrible. Oh my god. It's probably the second most unsanitary thing I've ever seen at a Cumberland Farms. The first was in Cromwell. 
when uh, one of I went to the bathroom and I came out and one of my friends um, had their mouth fully mouth on the Slurpee machine nozzle, just pulling the lever with his mouth on it, and you could just see him like deep throating, it's like just drinking blue raspberry, drunk off his ass. That'll do it. Yep. And then the lady yelled at him, and he said one of the stupidest but funniest lines at the time. So drunk, but everything was funny. But he like he like stopped what he was doing, had blue raspberry all over his face, and he goes, 99 cents, any size. My stomach's a size." And then just kept doing it. <laughs> all right, guy. Yeah. Who is this person? Why do I love them? Well, first of all, it was you. And yeah, no. What'd you get to drink, Mass? What is it? I have ginger ale. Nice. What you're going to want to do is microwave that for 37 minutes. All right, bear back. No, uh, do you have it? Yes. Is it in a can? Uh, no, it's in a bottle. What kind of bottle? Uh, 16-ounce bottle. What? Ginger ale is trash. First of all, it's not. I don't like it. Dr. Pepper's trash. Is it better with pickle juice? No. Right. Schweppes, Canada Dry? Or so Canada? anyways, I have ginger ale. What kind? Is it Fox and uh, It is Canada Dry. In a 16-ounce bottle? Yeah. Is it? Is it one of those really tall, thin bottles? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I just made the connection. That's the worst bottle. Yeah, get another one. Yeah, D- that's, different that's shape. A, that's almost as bad as. All right, I'll be right back. <laughs> All right, <laughs> so uh, get something else when he has multiple varieties. Gentlemen, to another calendar year of getting sports with drunk mass. Do you have your ginger ale up in the air as if you were toasting? Uh, yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Gentlemen and Rita, to a uh, another calendar year of getting sports with drunk. I believe we're on two and a half years now of recording. Something like that. What Thank show you. is this? 131. 131, so. Well, being on PPRN. I, I what are we at otherwise? I don't know. No, I think it's 131 all the time. Yeah, it's 131 all the time. Because the 131 goes off Facebook, not off PPRN. Right. So 131, so that would be uh, 104 would be two years. So, yeah. Two and a half years yeah, yeah. of recording. So, gentlemen. Cheers. Cheers. Look at that Polish bullshit mox right here. What? Oh, I drank the uh, I drank the pickle juice. I'm scared. Um, <laughs> so as uh, as we have done every single year, all two of them, um, the drunkies. It's a bullshit nonsense made up on the spot award show, pretty much. And uh, you can people come up with topics. They come up with nominees, and then we vote. They get the they get the non-existent drunkie that means nothing with nothing to present. And uh, yeah, that's where we go. That's where we go. Yes. Yes. No. So I have. No. I have a the, <laughs> the first category. Oh, who said you could go first? Oh, no one. You and Kyle have to do a best of seventy rock paper scissors for me. Seventy. You got it. No, Kyle gave up, so you go first. Well, you had a good chance. I'm going scissors every time. He goes paper every time. He would be totally fine. No, I go spider. Time. There was a spider in our house. Okay. More than one spider. There's probably millions of spiders in our house. <laughs> Mass, did you pour over ice? I heard the rock ice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I farted over ice because it was warm. Well, yeah, no shit. Nobody's ever poured over ice because it was cold. God, this is, this is far too cold. Let me put some ice on this to warm it up. Do negatives make a positive. They do. Alright, so I'll uh, go ahead. Two positive, Nick, and negative. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so. Two the, evens can never make an odd. I like that. That's a good, uh. 
not, not, not a puzzle. What would I, what would you call that? A good a rule? <laughs> a rule? Well, you know you, you call it a saying. Insert second grade teacher here. Third grade teacher. Oh, third grade. My bad. Thanks for having no imagination, teacher. Yeah. All right. So this one I think is an easy one. I think everyone's gonna get it right off the bat, but it needs to be said. Patriots. Um, <laughs> we're gonna uh, crown our our worst NFL coach of uh, 2019. Strong with that. Are there is there people to guess from or or to pick from? Well, I mean, you can you can make a submission. And we, so you didn't come up with no. I, I I did have I did have three, but if you wanted to just throw it into the, into the ring, no, no. We, if you we, came we up with nominees, the, we're going we, off your nominees. We make discussion. Go, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Right. Our our first candidate is uh, Mr. Freddie Kitchens of the Cleveland Browns, uh, completing one NFL season, uh, six and ten uh, record as head coach of the Browns. Boo. Yep. Not not too good there. Our uh, nominee, our second nominee, is a guy who was fired a little bit earlier in the year. Uh, did take this team to the Super Bowl, uh, but in uh, 2019 was demise. Uh, we'll put uh, Ron Rivera on the chopping block. No. Nah. And number three, Not his fault. Beloved uh, New York Giants head coach fired as of today of December 30th, 2019. Miss Rita, would you like to say it into the microphone? Your favorite? Pat Shermer. He's not my favorite. He's your favorite. I'd like to make a submission. Can we put Adam Gase on that list? You can put Adam Gase on the list. I vote Adam Gase. He's a terrible coach. I'm going to vote Adam Gase, too. Wow. He's a very bad coach. A a, a, a write-in submission. Already he's got two votes. Yeah, the quarterback whisperer. (laughs) Bullshit. Peyton Manning is just trolling the league with suggesting him for a coaching position. He brought he brought Ryan Tannehill a cup of coffee one time, and they were like, "Oh, those guys are quarterback whisperer." He found out this guy likes decaf. <laughs> Souls, dude, it's only two of them. Ever since he got this new fucking phone, he has not put it down. That's not true. It's thousand percent true. Four submissions, then. Well, four candidates. Unless you have a, a writing candidate you'd like to submit. Who was the third? We had Trimmer, Rivera, Kitchens, and Case. Uh, I'm gonna go with Passion. Really? Yeah. So mine, mine was kitchens, but uh, it's it's two to one to one. So oh, oh I'm sorry, I didn't get it. Pat Shermer. Nah, her vote doesn't count. Adam <laughs> Gase. Yeah. So Gase, our first winner of this year's worst NFL coach yeah. award. Well, hi him. Adam Gase. Congrats. Adam Gase. And he will forever have that very memorable uh, opening uh, press conference where he looked bug-eyed and high in cocaine. Very weird. <laughs> oh shit. I thought it was the giant job I accepted. <laughs> I'm rich as fuck. You know, <laughs> definitely thought it was like a voiceover somewhere. What? What Matthew said. Uh, uh, a very blunt person, person, unfortunately. unfortunately. <laughs> do you have one, Souls? I do. Let me go to my notes. Getting off his fucking phone. Can't stay off of it. <laughs> it's just fine, man. Best trades of 2019. Oh, God. Here we go. Across all sports, correct? Yes. No, it's not across all sports. He picked one from each sport, even though there might be other ones trumping it. Whatever. He's a dickhead. Uh, for baseball, we had Astros acquire Zach Greinke for from Arizona for four prospects. Steelers trade first round pick for Minka Fitzpatrick. You traded more than a first round pick. No, that's it. That was not it. That's it. Look it up. The uh, Heat swapped Jimmy Butler for Josh Richardson. And Vancouver acquired JT Miller from the Toronto Maple Leafs. 
I'm going with the Jimmy Butler for Josh Richardson swap. Reasoning? Um, it was for a first, a fifth, and a sixth. Drink some of that gross shit. No. So where is it? Where's the bottle? I don't think it was for a first, fifth, and a sixth. It says it right here. Minka Fitzpatrick, a 2024th rounder and a 2021 seventh round pick in exchange for a first and fifth round pick in 2020 and a 2021 sixth round pick. Whatever. They only recognized the first round pick when I read it. Why do I have to drink this? This isn't the private stock. I don't know where the private stock went. It's in the. Just drink it. Wow. Feel my pain. Tastes. Something. It tastes like something. Yeah. Toilet. That's what it tastes like. It tastes like a fucking dill toilet. And I'm going with the Jimmy Butler because the Heat are already way better than they were last year. And he, and he's, a, he's just a superstar. I got into an argument with Bob about Minka Fitzpatrick having empty numbers. I didn't, like, I don't believe it. It's because, because, he, he, you know, he's like this big guy, but like, you know, like, you know, he doesn't care what someone does if they don't win. Uh, it's like, well, Minka Fitzpatrick had all these touchdowns and interceptions, and it didn't help you guys win any games. You didn't need to make the playoffs with them because of them. They're not empty numbers. Yeah, they are. You wouldn't. Have, you'd be watching the playoffs from the same spot. I just have to rile them up, you know. But it's just you wouldn't. You, you wouldn't be. You wouldn't be watching the playoffs from anywhere different if he wasn't on the team. <laughs> Because then, in order for him to fight back, he'd have to say that the Steelers would have been better without him. So I set him up in a big, deep corner yeah. of shit there. It was yeah. very funny. Well played. Yeah, thank you. It's always good to out Fox a dick. So, I guess I, I, I thought about it for a second. Immediately, I was going to say uh, Granky to the Astros. But then I thought about it, that that team perhaps could have you know, well, still made it to the spot they were without him. And... I guess your reasoning souls uh, for um, Jimmy Jimmy Butler just makes a lot of sense, and uh, it's gonna be my vote as well. What was the NHL trade? JT Miller to Vancouver from Toronto. Why not the Taylor Hall trade? So that didn't happen when I was doing this. I started before I knew we were doing the show before, and that's a fact. I'd like to pause for a second. We do this show. We do this at the end of the year every time. I understand that. God, what's mass typing again? No, that's me. That's my bad. So, you're telling me that you came up with this question prior to December 10th? Yes. I don't believe that. Not even for a fucking minute. Okay. Not even for a minute. Okay. What about for a second? I'll do it for a second, Mass. Do it for a second. I'll do it for 10. I'll give you that, Mass. How about that? All right. That sounds good. Um, I'm going to go with the Granky trade. Pitching, I'll go with the Fitzpatrick trade. I'm going with Granky because the pitching is what got him past the Yankees, not the offense. The Fitzpatrick trade returned dividends the second that it happened. Uh, and it's it was a win for both teams. I mean... Dolphins have another first-round pick this year to stock up on assets. 
and Steelers added another level to their defense, and it started working right away. So, uh... Jimmy Butler to the Heat. Yeah. All right. Good job, Kyle. Congratulations. Yeah. You won. Kyle won. Good for Kyle. Good for Kyle. Kendall lost his. <laughs> I did? Yeah. I lost to a write-in. Extra dick. I wrote in Ric Flair for yeah. president. Dick didn't from you. Mass, you got one? Uh, I got comeback player of the year, NFL. Shocker. I, I, what's it? I, I have a couple for... I have a couple for all sports that are in the NFL. <laughs> Mass, what the fuck? I, what? Go! Um, so, Jimmy G, leading it off, uh, coming back from an ACL tear, leads his team to uh, the number one seed in the NFC and is uh, going into a bye week because of it. Uh, you got Earl Thomas coming back from broken leg, signing with the new team, coming back to Pro Bowl form in that defense, kind of spearheading it as well. Uh, you got Cooper Cup coming back from a torn ACL, uh, gets his first thousand yard season. Uh, and then you got Darren Waller, who not an injury comeback player, but kind of coming from the depths of like the Josh Gordon pit. Uh, Ended up, you know, going out, uh, I believe he had about 90, 95 receptions, somewhere around there for over a thousand yards. Uh, earned himself a uh, nice new payday. So those are the four that I had. Hmm. I'm going to go with the Jimmy G one. Bullshit that you picked four because I can't give up Raiden. I'm going to go with Jimmy G. And you can I... still give a Raiden, Paul. No, you can only do four nominations. Have you ever watched a major award show? And, and I say that because he... What's the big difference? They, they, were, they are they weren't this. They're were, they're were basically the same team as last year, but they had Garoppolo, who brought them to the one seed in the NFC, and a stacked NFC. Um, though I like Cooper Cup a whole lot. Cooper Cup. I mean, fun name to say, fun guy to root for. Uh, you know, I've eaten here. You know, my 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 family's eaten here. I, I I grew up, you know, eating this pizza. It's just I. The fuck was that? I'm looking up a video. Oh, uh, hockey. So, uh, Garapolo's pizza. It's it's for me. Right. Paul. Hmm. Hmm. What? Comeback player of the year. Draws class. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I just wanted to make Kendall get a little giggle, giggle in there. Not even, get a little giggle, giggle I did. Not even like on that? my radar at all. Little giggle, giggle, giggle. Little giggle, wiggle, wiggle, giggle, diggle, wiggle, pickle, pickle. You know I'm saying? Little wiggle, wiggle. Wiggle, 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 wiggle. Wiggle. Uh, I, go, I go Jimmy G. Master all right. Him. I'm going to give it to Jimmy G as well, as much as I hate him. Uh, he's a ram, he's a ram, he's a ram. <laughs> we should play that song. We should not. You can tell everybody. You can tell everybody. All right. All right. Rebecca, do you have one? No, no. Like, do you have a category? No. All right. Not not like WWE, like performer of the year or anything? This was your moment and you lost it. Kendall, you have another one? So, I had, I, I wanted to show some, some bad plays, some worse calls from the NFL this year. I had some, some video highlights. But, but I can't you can't find, get 
No, I can, but I don't want to watch seven minutes. I, I found like a two minute clip like on my phone, and now it's like I made it up because I can't find it on my phone, and I can't find. The, I found like a and seven minute one, which we I guess we watched some some parts of, but mass isn't also here, so it kind of is a, is a a bummer. Um, but I, I want to do kind of like the worst worst calls from twenty twenty nineteen. Uh, but I can't find a shortened version that is, is worth doing. Um, but I guess we could do like stuff that's happened from the that we think should be changed, changed back. Like, um, like, do we think that we need to review uh, past interference? You know, on you know replay after one season of doing it, um, or we can do. Um, sorry, guys. I'm tanking here. I had a, I had something I thought I had in mind. But... Now, is it okay if I do one of the, of the decades since the decade is ending? Sure. To have uh, the best NHL NHL player of the decade. Okay. And the first, all right, so as a busy hard work, number one is Sidney Crosby. He's he's uh, average a point per game in the decade while winning. A scoring crown, a, sco- a goal scoring crown, a scoring title, and an MVP. Um, Alex Ovechkin, who scored 422 goals this decade. Um, one of the best defensemen of all time, Eric Carlson. And, uh, Patrice Bergeron. Um, just one of the best two way players that. That we've seen this decade. I missed the middle two. Sorry, what were they? Eric Carlson and Alexander Ovechkin. See, Riddler can speak on this way better uh, than I can. Uh, I, I I would vote for Ovechkin because he's a player I like. But uh, I adore Ovi. So, well, at least I didn't call him by his pet name. <laughs> Take that mess. I mean, Sidney Crosby, I guess, because he won multiple championships, but I'm pretty pissed that you put Eric Carlson over there over Patrick Kane. And then, uh... Guy's been a league MVP, won three and Stanley Cups. Stanley Cup MVP. One of the first four names. So you just Googled best player of the decade and just took the four names that Wikipedia said these, these are the be, most... It was, like, number nine. You, just, you, you wouldn't have Google searches related to your search. Conor McDavid was on there. Uh, <laughs> he's number 15. I'm going to say Sidney Crosby just because he won all those Stanley Cups. He had all the uh, scoring titles and all that stuff. So it's a two-two tie. Should we let Rita be the decider? Who did you pick, Ovechkin? I picked Ovechkin. Rebecca. It's either Sidney Crosby or Alexander Ovechkin. I've heard of Ovechkin. 
There you have it. She's heard of this one. You know, she always picks with kennel picks. So. Alright, so we'll do the decade thing then. Who's the best team of the decade? Chicago Blackhawks, who won three championships, eight playoff appearances in this decade. The San Francisco Giants, also three championships, four playoff appearances in this decade. The Golden State Warriors, who have three championships in this decade with seven playoff appearances. Or the New England Patriots, who have three championships this decade and ten playoff appearances. I'm going to go with the Patriots. They, they just, they've, they've won the division every year. Won three Super Bowl, and they don't seem to stop. Yeah, I guess I have to vote for New England, too. They just, they just always win. Matt? Yeah, it's been New England. I mean, you could have put them in contention for it last decade, too, which is a scary thing. Yeah. What are you saying? Sorry. <laughs> What's funny is that none of these teams won their championships over, like, a span of the decade. They all won at, like, the same time. Like, the Blackhawks were 10, 13... 15? 15. And then the Patriots were last year, two years ago, and then two years, two years before, before that. The Giants were like, what, 2010, 2012? No, it was, it was 11, 13, 15. Right? It was odd years, right? 11, 13, 15. And then, and, and then the Warriors were 16, 17, and 19. Yeah. Oh, uh, 18. So 15, 16, 18? Yeah, they lost last year. Yeah, 15, 16, 18. No, 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 no. Yeah. Did they win back-to-back? Yeah. And then lost, and then won another one? Yeah. All right. Because Katie only has one, right? It's two. No. I think it's two. Oh. If he has two, then they went back-to-back. And then they won 17, 18, and like 15. They beat the Cavs. And they lost the Cavs. Then they beat the Cavs, beat the Cavs. Lost to the Raptors. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny, we're in an interesting spot, too, because it's the end of the decade. Like, it's it's not just the end of 2019, it's the end of everything you've seen from mm-hmm. sports-wise. You know, it makes, it makes you think, like, who... Was the best player in the in the end? We we talked about it like roughly NHL before, but like for each sport, like who was like the best like player in the NBA? LeBron. Um, I would I would say LeBron as well. Yeah. Uh, I just I'd be curious from your guys' opinion, how much does uh like a Durant have at stake in this conversation, uh, or even uh, like a Steph? There's arguments to be made, but it's LeBron. I think Steph is closer than Kevin. There's arguments to be made, but it's LeBron. Yeah. Like you can make, you can find a way to make an argument, but it's LeBron. All right, I got one for you guys. Best NBA coach of 2019 so far. Yeah, Mike Budenholzer, Eric Spolstra, uh, Mike Malone, and Rick Carlisle. You don't have any records up, do you? 
Yeah. Uh, so the right right now the Bucks are thirty and five. The Heat are twenty four and nine. The Nuggets are twenty three and nine, and the Mavericks are twenty one and eleven. Got to be Budenholzer, doesn't it? No, I think it's Rick Carlisle. What was Carlisle's record? Twenty one and eleven. Spolstra. <laughs> I don't care if they have Jimmy Butler. Nobody else on that team. I think it's Rick Carlisle because that team wasn't supposed to be a playoff team. According to, like... No, but they still might not be a playoff team. Yeah, but I just think the right Heat, now... That... The Heat are beating, like, good teams in the East. They're, what, third? Yeah. behind. So they're ahead of the Sixers? Mm-hmm. Behind the Celtics and, and the, the Bucks. Bucks. Yeah. Mm. I, I say Spolstra. So Spolstra, Carlisle, who'd you say, Mass? I said Budenholzer. Who'd you say? I guess I'll say Spolstra. Um, it's funny to say, I really can't make an argument for... Uh, I think Nick Nurse should be in that conversation, too. Everybody wrote that team off to be garbage this year without Kawhi. So what, what bucks are what 35? I mean, it, it's one of those crapshoot things. Like, so who who do you give the credit to? Um, and it's almost like this is one of the situations that I mean, you guys can speak on it. Like, Talent wise, they're a well rounded team without Giannis. Yeah, like it's not like without Giannis, they don't have people that can't play basketball and score the ball. Like they're they're definitely better with Giannis. I mean, Giannis is a freak. He's a he's a he's a generational player. But like, it's not like they're like. It's not like what the Rockets would would be without Harden, you know. It, it's not like what the Heat would be without Butler, you know, if they, or what the Wizards would be without Bradley Beal. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like right. you take away one player and the team just like, oh boy, watch what happens. And I think for that reason, it's just because Giannis being there, it kind of it it taints any type of credibility. That's the wrong thing to say, but you kind of follow what I'm saying that just be, because he's there and you just, I said, even even without this team would be good. It's just, hey, the 35 because this team is just really good. It's just not, it's not really credit to anyone. They're just playing really great basketball. I have a feeling this will be pretty unanimous, but what do you think was a more emotional retirement? Peyton Manning this decade or Kobe Bryant? Um... Emotional for who? Like just like overall. Well, you know what? And I, it, it, it's just stupid. So I, I like Peyton Manning's retirement speech a lot. But I watched Kobe's last game, like live on television, and that was just awesome. That was like a moment I will never forget. And when he dropped sixty. Yeah, and like and all when the people, Shaq told him, "You won't drop 50. <laughs> he dropped sixty. And like all the celebrities were there. Like Snoop Dogg was going wild. It, that was just like an the meme. The meme moment. of him doing like the dance at the free throw line is so funny because like he didn't. Have you ever seen that? I there's like this have... thing that goes around. I was like, like, can you believe Kobe did this in his last game where he was taking like his last free throw and he like moonwalked from the free throw line back to the three point line and took the last free throw. Someone like edited that out from like like a, a, a three point celebration and like edited it into the video. <laughs> and it's just That's so awesome. it's just so funny because he didn't do it. <coughs> so I think I'm gonna go Kobe. I think I'm going to say Kobe too because we all saw Kobe in his absolute heyday 
and it's different from baseball, uh, basketball to football. Like right now, we're still seeing Tom Brady, but we're never going to see another Kobe. I think it would be different too if if Peyton in the Super Bowl, the last Super Bowl fifty, if he played like really well and like had like a, a game winning drive or whatever, that might sway my opinion. And but, the defense didn't have to drag him across the finish line. But at the end of the day, you know, he 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 threw like a pick. He did throw a two point conversion touchdown, which was somewhat eventful. I don't remember. I like Peyton more than I like Kobe, but I think Kobe right. lasts for right, hours. Yeah, and that, that was just a lot of fun. All right. How are you? Me? Kobe. Not that Peyton Manning wasn't in... Peyton Manning was impactful. I think Peyton Manning was an impactful player into the generations of NFL talent that came after him. I think Kobe was an impactful player on the world. People want to be like Kobe. He was a... Yeah, I mean... Think about it. Anytime you throw out garbage, you know... Kobe. I mean, I personally say Dwight. <laughs> so he bricks all the time. That's not true. I always make it off the bank. I started Van Vliet. It really has not caught on anywhere. <laughs> you, you, mean, you mean Van Yeet? <laughs> you do black. Sorry. Just use your injection. Um, Alright, uh, what about the drunkie for the best guest of 2019 on the show? Um. So I think nominations could be CJ, CJ two timer, Christian, two timer, that other guy. Can I remember his name? Uh, we had, one timer. We had Mike K. He was mm-hmm. a one timer. Uh, we had uh, from. Oh my God! The name of the brewery. Uh, Lost, Lost Tourist Brewing. Oh. He 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 came on uh, one time. He stayed for an hour. Super two. This super two. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had the other kid on, one of your work friends, the guy that does the production for Chaz and AJ, or whatever, yeah. Phil. Phil came on this year. Phil Nye, the science guy. Jeff? <laughs> I don't think Jeff's been on this year. Has <laughs> <laughs> Jeff been on this year? I don't know. No, he has not. He has, just like very early. Yeah, maybe, maybe I, maybe I don't like, think so. He has not been on this year. I don't oh. think Jeff's ever been to, oh, Jeff's been to Peter's house. Yeah. So was was here for maybe, maybe like in January. No, he was here in December last. No, he was here before. I don't think he was here this year. I think he was. I don't know when we moved in. I can't remember. He was here for like the first like two or three shows. Yeah, but we moved in like last summer. I sorry, I think I remember him here at one point. You did, because I, I I distinctly remember him sitting there for uh, talking about the Saints Rams playoff game. I vote CJ. I will vote no CJ shot well. at any of the guests. All of our guests have been great. Great guests. I just vote CJ. Who do you yeah. vote? I'll vote Christian vote. just because of it. <laughs> wow. So there's some malice there. Yeah. Mass wants to be CJ. This is tough because Christian's well-rounded. I mean, not Christian. Uh, CJ is well-rounded. So Christian really helps us with the basketball talk. I'll give it to CJ. Right. Congratulations, CJ, and your drunkie. Yeah. Not here to accept. He's here. In spirit. In spirit. Your favorite regular of getting sports with drunk? Me. Me. <laughs> um, I'm going to vote for the mass. 
Okay. Mass, I, I I now rescind my. Uh, <laughs> so, Mass, who, who are you voting for? All right, if you can't pick yourself, who, who would it be? Um, hold on, Kyle, who are you picking? I pick you. All right, Kendall, who are you picking? Um, you picking the mass still? You already picked the mass. Like that's I'll stick. pick the mass. Mass, who are you picking? I'll pick. I'll pick Baron. All right, I'm picking Kyle. Oh. Four-way tie! Yeah! <laughs> yeah Trunkies for everybody! Yeah, you have to pick me. You can't pick Kendall. No, 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 no. Pick Mock. No, no, you have to pick. You pick Mock. Just pick Mock. Come on, do it. Say it. I pick Kevin Nash. Perfect. All right, everybody went to Trunkies! <laughs> yeah. Trunkies for everybody! Yeah, I thought it was going to go that way, but I was hoping that it didn't. Uh, that's fine. I made sure it went that way. That's why I went last. <laughs> Because I was sitting there and I'm like, oh, Mass is gonna fucking Mass is gonna pick me, and that way there's two for me, and then I would have had to fucking pick the Mass, so it would be tied. And he's just he's not that valuable. Like we could replace him quickly. That's not fair. Oh shit, he's still on. <laughs> oh god, no, I'm just kidding. All right, uh, um, 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 um. All right, I got one. I got one. Best beer of oh. this year. But I mean, like, we all had different beers. That's the thing. It's like, uh, you're just going to vote for Super right. Duper Double I Citra. Guess I guess and I'm not going to vote for that. I guess you're um, The Gunner's Daughter was a pretty good one. Yeah, but it wouldn't be my favorite. But... <laughs> well, the... see, wait a minute. This is where the beer journals would come. Yeah, but like, but still, like, we haven't all had the same beers. There was a couple times that you supplied a, a, a full tasting... Better question. Best regular beer on the show? Red Dog. Red Dog. I think it's got to be the Red Dog. Alright. What were you going to pick? Red Dog. <laughs> what were you, what were you going to pick? Um, Red Dog. I don't know. What was the... Have you had Bush on the show? Yeah. Not yes. this year. I don't think we've had it this year. No? No. Ever no, since we, we kind of found in, out uh, that we could get Red Dog regularly again, <laughs> it's pretty much been that. No, we had Bush at uh, one of the drafts, I think. Best trip this year. Well, Mass has only been on one. Oh, that's okay. Mass, Pittsburgh trip. Yep. Paul? Did you have the Scranton this year? No, that was last year. Oh, shit. Fuck that trip. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's the Pittsburgh trip. Like, my Pittsburgh was, Philly, was a lot of fun. Mine was Philly trip part one. When they played, what, when you mean Kendall went? Yeah. And then we went to that one, and then you, me, and your dad and Larry went to the White Sox game. We went to one right after that, too, though. We went Jeff, me, you, and Jeff, and Kendall. Oh, that was a good one. forgot about that. That was a good one. I went to three Phillies games. What am I doing with my life? <laughs> you love it? No. You don't have to pay for anything? With my time, <laughs> but I can't get that back. I can get money back. We're going again. We're not. I'm not going this year. I can't afford it. You don't have to. I go. That was like one of my favorite Pittsburgh trips ever. That was a lot of fun. A lot. A lot of good things came from that. A lot of gravy. A lot of a lot of mass idle threats. A lot of mass. Just. I'm gonna get my own room. I'm gonna drink all the graves. <laughs> Wasn't it a threat? I couldn't sleep. <laughs> snoring. That's your fault. 
Dude, expect it. We're all fat. Yeah, there's no way you didn't know I didn't. Like, we, we roomed together for three years in college. You, you did not snore that bad in college. Yes, I did. I just had the door closed. Mass, and if just... you could hear it through those wooden doors at school, you should know it's loud. It just means you should have drank more of that trip. Yeah, not <laughs> not drank the whole pint of graves on the way up. It was a good time. It was a good time. And next year we're going to New Orleans. We're going to New Orleans? What? We're all going to die. I'm not going to Committing to the drive. <laughs> what? I don't know. Just dumb. What the fuck are you talking about? I don't know. I'm a drunkard. <laughs> Alright. Um, does anybody else have any more masks? Did you have like, masks? Didn't you say you had like four of them? Uh, yeah, but <clears throat> one of them is, uh, best catch of the year, and Kent, I actually had videos just, for Just every... say them. Just say them, we'll see if we can remember. Uh, Odell Beckham's catch versus the Jets in week three, I think. I remember that one. Uh, Tyler Lockett versus the Rams on Thursday Night Football, I think that was. I remember that one. Uh, Tyreek Hill versus the Texans. Nah, that wasn't that good. Uh, OBJ versus the Seahawks. About OBJ versus the Bengals <laughs> last week. Yeah, that fucking catch was insane. Was cool I'll go with the Tyler Lockett catch. Yeah, Tyler Lockett. Lockett. Mass. Lockett. All right, fuck the Rams. Woo! Yeah. Uh, I had coach of the year for 2019 across all sports. Ooh. What do you got? What do you got? I had Craig Berube for uh, the NHL. I had Budenholzer for uh, the NBA. Does Budenholzer have a first name? Mike. Do you have the teams? Uh, that was the Blues coach, Craig Berube. Uh, that was... I wish it was still Ken Hitchcock. The Bucks head coach, so uh, Budenholzer. Uh, Sean McDermott for the Bills. And... Uh, Mike Schlitt for the Cardinals. Schilt. I don't agree with the Cardinal form, but whatever. Okay. Hey, Mass, remember remember Ken Hitchcock from the Blues, the manager, the coach? No. Look him up real quick. Look up Ken Hitchcock. You see him? Recognize the face a little bit, yeah. But you see him, right? Yeah. Doesn't he remind you of the fat guy that yelled at uh, James McCann in uh, Elf? <laughs> right? Yeah, a little bit. All right. Anyway, sorry. I think I'm going to go with the Blues coach. <laughs> what was his name, Kyle? Uh, Mike Buble. All right. It's beginning to look a lot like <laughs> Christmas. And, and I say it because he won the he won the uh, Stanley Cup this year, and also he's got them in a pretty good spot without their star player. Who's your star player? Uh, Tarasenko. What's his first name? Alexander. What, what position does he play? Right wing. All right. So he won for three. Good job. First name is Vladimir. Uh, Alexander Tarasenko. Is he a left and wing? Vladimir Ovechkin. Is he a left wing? He's interchangeable. Then like two for three. Then he's a forward. Wait, is my reasoning right? Nope. This is bad at this. 
bad at hockey. Whatever, I try. Alright, uh, 2019 Kyle Soul's nicknames. Only write-ins uh, are acceptable. Only write-ins acceptable. Um, I'm going go, to vote for Toothpick Souls. Max hasn't seen that one. Yeah, see? Kendall, the topic is cake... Uh, wow. <laughs> cake Quick Souls dates back to last year. I went with Toothpick Souls. See, my problem is I don't know when a lot of these nicknames originated. Everything's new to you, Mass. All right. Um, I heard Yoshi for the first time this year, so I'm going to go with Yoshi. (laughs) He doesn't like that one. No. You know, there was a really good one. Smell it. (laughs) I can't remember if it was last year. What is Um, it? Just say it. Oh my! Well, I, I can't even remember now because it was, it was like, it was really good though. Uh, it was never like re- repeated. Um, Solze, <laughs> my least favorite one. Kyle, we so, came up with something Solze. on the Pittsburgh trip, and I cannot remember what it was. Biscuits and gravy souls. Pay for Bob Evans souls. You guys love them. Oh fuck off! It's not like everybody else in paper shit on the trip. What? <laughs> Kendall. Yeah, pay for shit. Really? You bought the grades. You didn't pay for anything else. I bought gas. I was the first gas stop. Look, gas doesn't count. Gas is like a $15 purchase. We bought tickets. Ooh, was not a $15 purchase. Was that the gas station we stopped at where Mass drunkenly drove the car to the adult shop? Yep. yep. Adult shop souls? I drove it back. No, you drove it there, too. No. Jeff drove it there. And then you were being your control freak self that you are like, just let me drive it back. Exactly. I just want to get there so I can get my own room. Whoa. No bitches in hotel chains, man. I can go whatever I want. Two souls. I got two souls. One for the bitches and one for the hoes. I got five bonus. I feel like that's the only acceptable way you should be able to call dibs on a chair. By singing that. I got five on it. Because I'm black. Yes, I'm black. Those are the lyrics, right? <laughs> to a T. It's perfect. All right, well, this has been a big stall out, Kendall and Mass. Sorry, sorry. There's a really good one that All I right, forgot. Best, best read a moment? None. <laughs> uh... There's one time she fell asleep in the chair and she farted. That was pretty funny. <laughs> also, sometimes like when, she get, like, when it's really cold and she curls up on the chair... With, like, her blanket, sometimes, like, like, her camel becomes exposed in this direction. Like, I'll, like, look over to look at Kyle, and there'll just be this giant whispering eyes staring at me. His hair coming out of it, and it's, like, got llamas in its teeth. No, I'm just kidding. None of that's true. The farting one was true, though. Uh, best Souls rage moment? All of them. They're all hilarious. Moxie <laughs> I don't know. My best Rita moment. I, I mean, she farted one time when she was sleeping. That was pretty funny. Um, I mean, anytime she has to do a shot, man, that's always funny. Perpetually red nosed. <laughs> Did she actually have to do a shot this year? I don't remember that. No, she won't. She's taken shots. Of My favorite moment sh- that's related to the show but doesn't have to do with the show 
was when Mass was like hell bent on going to McDonald's with me and Kyle, and then the lady in the drive-through gave Kyle and me <laughs> Chris's order and gave Chris our order, but she wouldn't give us Chris's order because it was the wrong order, and we're like, he's right there, he's our friend. I don't, I don't know if I can do that. And like Mass was sitting there, just like, yeah, I didn't order any of this. Like, why didn't you say that before you left? I didn't look. What do you mean you didn't look? It's the first thing I do when I get the bag. That's like the that's drive-through one hundred and one. If I had the option of looking in the bag before I paid, I would do it. <laughs> So yeah, I'm not paying for this. This is this is not 165 degrees. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, so pretty much time to sign off for the year. Any other drunkies? Anybody would like to do? Uh, I have NFL record one. Oh, please go ahead by all means. Uh, three records were set this year. I'm just curious which one is probably going to be most unbreakable. Uh, Brady has the most championships by one player with six. Uh, Breeze will eventually retire with the most passing touchdowns in NFL history. You don't know that. Uh, well, most likely. Mm-hmm. And Lamar Jackson set the record for most rushing yards by a quarterback this year. What about Michael uh, Thomas's receptions? I don't know. But I, mean, I didn't say receptions. Know. I he... said receiving. Or I... I said rushing yards. So What about Michael Thomas's receptions record? Oh, the receptions record. I didn't put it on there. Could be right in. Probably a good one. Write in. There you go. Uh, well, if I write it in, do I have to vote for it? No. Oh, no. Okay. I'll write it in, but it's one thousand percent Tom Brady. <laughs> That's the most unbreakable. I'm sorry. I don't think anybody's winning six championships. Agreed. Um, All right. You have to remember, Tom Brady won six championships in a in a, what's about to be a twenty year career, and there are teams that haven't even been to the playoffs six times. Lions. I don't think that's true. I don't know if there's teams that haven't been <laughs> in the playoffs six times. But there are teams Lions. that haven't made it to the Super Bowl yet. Lions. I'm, I'm leaning towards the Tom Brady one. I was looking at the, the, the Well, the only reason I say that is because there could be mercenaries out there like Revis going to sign with the Pats to get a ring or stuff like that. No. It's not gonna, it doesn't, no. Because the NFL, it's not like the NBA where you can just hop from team to team on one-year deals. It doesn't. The NFL, you only do that at the end of your career. If you're hopping around on one-year deals in the NFL at a young age, it's because you're not good. The NFL, it's it's waiting for its next dynasty. We don't know who or what is or when is that's going to ever happen. Yeah, and and and, and, and honestly, and until really, in, in my opinion, until Brady or Belichick retires, it's still the Patriots dynasty because they they've gone. I mean. They won a championship. What did they win? They won it in 01, 03, 04. And then they didn't win it again until... 10 years later. 10 years later. But I mean, but then they won three more. 14. I can't remember. But anyway, you're right. They, beat, you're right. The, they beat the Seahawks. They beat the Falcons. It went, it, went, it went Patriots beating the Seahawks. Patriots beating the Falcons. No. Patriots. Patriots beat the Seahawks. Then the Broncos beat the Panthers. Yep. Yep. Then the Patriots then the beat the Falcons. Yep. Then the then Patriots the Eagles, lost to the Eagles. Yeah, then the Eagles beat the Patriots, and the Patriots beat the Rams. Right. Yep. So, I mean, it's, it's Brady. I mean, the, the Lamar Jackson thing, it, 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 it seems unbreakable, but Michael Vick seemed unbreakable. Right. I mean, it's it, obviously, like... The, the person who breaks Lamar Jackson's, that will probably be, like, an unbreakable record. Because, like, that, I mean, to break Lamar Jackson's, for them to do it, they're going to have to be on a historic pace. They're probably going to rush for, like, 1,400 yards, which would be insane. 
but and like Michael Thomas, like they're they're can they're like a Julian Edelman type receiver could do that. A Julian Edelman could get ten catches a game. Yeah, well, you know what I'm saying? We, we've come close a lot. Yeah, it just, it there's just, been a lot of players that have that have almost broke the record. And what did Michael Thomas end up breaking it by? What was the two. final number? He broke it by two. No, but he broke it by two in the second to last game. So, how many catches did Michael Thomas have on the year? One forty-six or forty-eight. Well, what's Marvin Harrison's record? One forty-four. Yeah, but but Michael Thomas broke it. One forty-nine for Michael Thomas. So one forty-nine. Uh, it was one forty-three to originate. So he broke it by six. By six. I, I mean, so right. I, I could I could see that being breakable. It, it probably won't happen for a while, but I could see it happening. And I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it didn't happen because I feel like the NFL is starting very slowly to turn back to the run game, just because of how hard it is to get a good running back. It's just showing how valuable they are. Um, and then what was the other one that we talked about? Breeze. Oh, touchdowns. I mean, Mahomes could be the next guy to break that. I mean, we, we could be we could be seeing the next guy to do it already. So, I mean, doesn't Mahomes have like a hundred touchdowns already? Almost. Yeah, he, he's on, a, on an insane pace right now. It was he got like ninety six, ninety seven. He's got to be close to ninety. I think he's over ninety. I think he's at like ninety six, ninety seven. Uh, Patrick Mahomes for his career has seventy six passing touchdowns. That's it. And does he have any rushing touchdowns? I don't care about rushing touchdowns. Doesn't mean anything. All right, so just seventy-six passing touchdowns. I thought it was way more than. He that. only threw for twenty, tu- twenty-four touchdowns this year. 26. He threw for twenty-six and threw for fifty last year. Wow, he had a really bad down year, huh? Yeah, it's crappy. He wouldn't. He lost. He also missed a couple of games. But that, he, that doesn't make that doesn't make up for but, twenty right. touchdowns. Yeah. Even you're right though. Even then, he he, he didn't play as. You know, explosively. But we knew that. Um, yeah. I give it to Brady. I'll give it to Brady as well. Because you need right. someone to have the longevity. Yeah. Play it out a long period of time. Yeah. I, get, I have some awards to give out. Kind of thank you for stopping and getting these. No problem. So, real quick, what do we vote on here? Are these both gold or is this supposed to be bronze? I think one's supposed to be bronze. All right. So we're gonna get we're gonna start with the bronze medal. There could be double awards here. There might be people here who can't accept awards. Who knows? But uh the bronze award, the Getting Sports with Drunk Bronze Award, is not really a bronze award. This award goes to it's the Unsung Hero Award. So it's the it's the award that goes to the unsung hero of getting sports with drunk. So it goes to somebody who might not always be the most informed person or might not always be the most helpful in terms of uh content or things of that nature but provides an important aspect to the show and provides certain like things and uplifting and whatnot another word goes to rita sanderson for not only her mobility of one drunk host but also for a lot of the behind the scenes things that she does so rebecca congratulations on your unsung hero award of 2019 and then this award here, this nice award that nobody can see except for you guys, goes to um, the uh, – I had this in my head earlier. Um, oh, it's the We're Fucked Award. Um, that's what it was. Sorry. It's the We're Fucked Award, which goes to the person that without them we'd be fucked. That goes to Kendall. Oh, Not just for your production, but hey. you do a lot of things. And then 
The gold medal goes to the GSWD MVP of 2019. So the MVP, this is the first time I've ever done these. This, there's no like history of this. But the MVP is an award that goes to somebody who makes the show, you know, has been a big part of what the show has been. You know, the, the a lot of the good and bad, you know, people who created insight and things like that. Um, people who have stepped outside their comfort zone, things of that nature. That award goes to Kyle Souls. Taking time out of his uh, busy schedule to Good for you, try to learn hockey, um, come up with game shows and, and help with content, and step out of his comfort and beer knowledge. Kyle Souls has definitely grown from the January week one January 2019 episode to the December end of month episode. Kyle Souls, the 2019 Getting Sorted Drunk MVP. Souls has made huge steps. I mean, also fun notes: the San Francisco 49ers won the first game of 2019 and won the last game as well. Hmm. Makes me sad. They played the first playoff game, or they played the. Wait, did they make the playoffs this year? Oh, no, no, no. Week 17 went into... Oh, it carried over into the... Yeah, they played the Sunday night game week 17. Going, going... I, I, that, that what you're saying makes sense. It, Is that it, what they had? It could happen. No. Yeah. No, they, no, they played their game... They played the 1 o'clock game on Sunday, week 17, and they were the last game... They were the first game to finish. So they won the first game of 2019, and then they were the Sunday night game. So they were the last regular season game. But that was also the last game of 2019. So they won the first and last games of 2019. Yeah. Good for them. Souls, you're right over there. Congratulations, yeah. Souls. Hey, well earned. Buy yourself some vanilla milkshakes after this. I don't want those. Buy yourself some cheeseburgers. Yeah, that might happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, 2020 is going to be a lot of fun. Um... Souls has a lot of plans. I just found out today that I'm probably not going to be a part of those plans. But nonetheless, I'll be a good cameraman. So we'll all be involved. But Souls has a lot of plans for us involving YouTube. Yeah, we're going to have a live YouTube channel. Don't promise things yet. We still have a lot of work to do. Oh, yeah. It's probably not going to happen in January. No, no. This would definitely be like a more like late spring thing. Yeah. When it starts warming up and stuff. We have a plan for it. But we're hoping for a lot more fun content. We're hoping for a lot more games. A lot of original stuff. Back to the roots of getting sports with drunk. That's right. With our newest member, the mask, Chris Massey. Has the mask completed a full year yet with us? Yeah, it was he had to here he in was, November of last year. He was with us in the Hamden studio. Mask is our mopey. Yeah. He's not good at anything, but we love having him. I'll take it. <laughs> That's something mopey would say. It's also what's going to happen when we do the live sports. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I picked that. Um... We'll do some Minecraft trivia or something to help you out. Probably not. Um, but uh, a lot of fun stuff coming in 2020. We're gonna figure it out, but a lot of fun stuff coming in 2020. And uh, yeah, so I mean, 2019's been good to us. A lot of good, a lot of, a lot of beers drank. A lot of shots taken. Yeah, we were supposed to have a, a stat page that Mass was gonna keep track of. Of beers drank. Yeah, Mass, can you be on that for 2020? We'll start on a fresh. No. Huh? No. All right. I'll do it. I'll I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll take care of that. We'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Because I got, I got my backpack back in the car, so I'll keep a, a notebook in here. I will go out, and I will buy a gridded notebook so that I can keep track of all kinds of stats. 
He's wearing his. You can take it apart. Yeah, it's got a little plastic thing on the back. I like the way you're wearing it, though. No, um, but yeah, um, we'll be back next year, bigger and badder than ever. Um, anybody have any closing remarks for the year of 2019? Kyle, your favorite holiday's coming up. No, it's not. It's holiday means nothing to Kyle. But yeah. be tuned because this is gonna be a fun. Be year tuned. Me. Don't stay tuned. Be tuned. Yeah. That's actually a good like hashtag. Be like, tuned. GSWD. Be tuned. This, Souls, this, you just may have done something there. This is gonna be a fun year for this channel. Our group of friends about to really have a different type of fun. <laughs> and I mean that. Not a drinking in sports, baby. And we're gonna live by that. What was the thing we were doing two weeks ago on the the recap? The uh Souls and I were doing it. Oh T B D. T B D. That was so funny. That's the hashtag of twenty nineteen. TBD. Stay tuned for our drunken sports. TBD. No, you can't say stay tuned and then TBD. It's like all the same thing. Yeah. Um. Uh. Last minute beer reviews. Yes. Last year, last of year beer reviews. Mass, how was your ginger ale? It was. Uh, it was all right. What brand was it? Canada Dry. From. Canada Dry. I don't fucking know Canada. Oh, I had too juicy. I went to my to my uh, original Roots. realm of beer, and uh, I know I don't talk well, but you guys all know what I mean. And it's from Too Juicy. I mean, not Too Juicy. It's from Two Roads. Can I have the MVP award back? <laughs> yeah. Dude. So, um, it's what I started with. You know, I fell in love, and I'm still in love with it. You know, the taste is great. The citrus taste is great. You know, it's just, it brings me joy. It's my second favorite beer of all time. and I'll keep drinking it until I die. That's it. Uh, real quick, uh, Canada Dry is actually bottled in Plano, Texas. Well, you owe 48 private stock shots. All right. Get, Get a ride home next week. From Boulevard Brewing Company of Kansas City, Missouri. The Nutcracker, Winter Warm Ale, provided by Riddler of the Riddler Collection. <laughs> um, I have not had a ton of uh, holiday winter ales, anything like that. And the ones that I have had, I haven't liked. However, this has been good. This has been nothing like I've had. It's interesting. Looking at the bottles, there's a different... There's a name and a different sense. I guess it's employees that have participate, participation. So I guess... Nothing well, remember how like in Litchfield they autographed the bottle if they bottled it? Right. Probably the same type of deal. Same type of deal. So that, that would create a distinction. 7.8%. Um, it's not like... Uh, I don't even know how to describe it. It's not like... It's smooth. It has certain like spice aspects, but it's not like that annoying Christmas spice that comes with certain holiday ales, if that makes any sense to people who enjoy that type of beer. Uh, this is more traditional... Uh, to type of, of ale, I, I would even I would even call it a winter ale. I, I would drink this any time of year. Uh, so good on you, Boulevard Brewing, uh, for making a a, a good uh, holiday themed beer that doesn't taste like one. Beer. So, uh, I had the private side, or they had the uh, getting sports or drunk fantasy loser shot, which was disgusting. Um, You're welcome. Thanks. I had the uh, Goose Island Bourbon County brand Cafe de Ola Stout which is a stout aged in bourbon barrels with coffee from 
Intelligentsia, uh, Coffery, uh, Casilla Bark, Orange Peel, and Panela Sugar Added. Um, really good. Um, it's a much more milder coffee stout. Um, and because of that, you can age it. So normally coffee stouts can't age. This one you could age probably like two or three years. Because um, if you do it, the sugar will come through a little bit more and you'll get a little bit more of that Casillo, the, the barky oakiness with the orange peel. Um, we'll find out. I have enough that we can age one for a year and see what happens. But um, it was really good. Uh, it was a little less... Um, viscous is thick, right? If yes. something's viscous, it's thick. Correct. This is a little less viscous than the standard Bourbon County Stout, but very flavorful. A little too sweet for me, so I don't know how well the aging is going to do for it for me. We'll find out. Um, but overall, I mean, it was a it was a really good beer. I give it four and a half stars on the Bourbon County scale. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're definitely good again. The way it looks, by the way, just a little update. Um, Rebecca is going to be doing a really bad shot if she loses. Loses what? Uh, fantasy basketball. Uh, well, who's and, winning? Oh, I am by a lot. I really hate chocolate. Rebecca, you're getting llama spit. <laughs> and I will buy it online. Please don't do that. Like, I'd rather you go to the llama and get it yourself. I don't want Yeah, well, you don't really have a choice because I'm winning. Make her drink her mother's breast milk. Gross. <laughs> but just know. Gross. I'm and you have to get it yourself from the mob. You can't get it online. <laughs> I am winning by a lot. Well, Chris is right with me record-wise. But I'll score everybody by like four points. I just stop paying attention. <laughs> to all of them. <laughs> It's, it's too much. It's hard. It's so fucking hard. You just have to start the week. And football, football has the ultimate setup. It's just, it's, it's, it's a shame. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, oh, and the Josh Prosecco was, uh, it was all right. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was good. It did its purpose. Soul's got to pee. Soul's got to pee. Soul's got to pee. Soul's got to pee. All right. Well, until next year. Oh, find us on social media. Uh, this is the last time you can do this this year. Don't worry, you can do it again next year, but this is the last time this year. Right. So right. where where on social media can they find us this year, Kendall? They can um, find us at uh, GSWD underscore four. <laughs> <laughs> on Facebook and Instagram, Kenny Sports with Drunk. At Twitter, at GSWD underscore four. Make sure you use the hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses, like finding Getting Sports with Drunk on all social media platforms, celebrating 2019, and looking us up on LinkedIn. Ooh, Nice. Uh, we are live every Monday night on the Spreaker platform. PPRN Radio Network. Powered by PPRN Radio Network. I tell you, I'm going to say something else. What did you think I was going to say? Heineken. By Heineken. Powered Ooh. by Heineken, our studio light here in PPRN. Unfortunately, Winston's been out of service for some time. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a shame. It's a, good, it's a good secondary power source. But if you are a podcast fan, you can catch us anywhere, Google Play, iHeartRadio, iTunes, basically. Where you find podcasts and internet radio shows, you find us. Exactly. All right. Well, until next year, I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler. Nope. Bitch. Solze slash K-Quick slash. Dude, you just call me what you want me to be called. Until next year, I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler. Nope. Cake Rick Souls. The Mask Chris Massey. And I'm the Red Baron.